listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Every morning when I wake up, uh, money on my mind, go time to get kicked up. Uh, sunshine coming through my blinds, I'm living, but really though it's never enough. Ten billion, that's a must. Living in California, everybody wanna visit for. They come for. From all around the world for the. These niggas are killed for that. Put it in your grill for that. Still, everybody got a build for that. Me, I make meals off that. How the fuck y'all can't see I ride when I drive down the block and you look outside? H A T E in your eyes. I enter big money for the enterprise. It's a beautiful day, I guess. For a bitch to roll with Andre, I guess. Roll it up, baby, come on, lift that trust and roll it up for me when I'm stressed. You might catch me in Atlanta, looking like a boss. New Orleans and then Miami, party in New York, Texas, I be screwed up. Shot down, I be really pimping, but nothing like my hometown. I'm forever living. They come for Welcome to LA. Uh, my nigga said he wanna fly out to get him some three W's, only for a three day run. Bitch, take the motherfucking pennies off. You ain't no none shit. I be living in the sky every time I ride by them hoes. Ribbon in the sky on the radio, cause TV know I control. Let it breathe, I control. California living to I am old. We want to be on to peak on the charts so the peons can be gone and be on their hearts. Cause she on the BS before we can start on Fuck with a nigga, ride with a nigga Let him know I'm priority, order me Hennessy and for my niggas, OG killer Call it Jason, boy, he's boy, he on his job Boy, he sure be having the marks On they mark, pretty bitches and tire marks Let him inhale the pipe exhaust Let him reveal how much it costs For this life, controlling my price No way, hell no, uh-uh If I'm wrong, I don't wanna be right We want to be on to be on the charts So the peons can be gone and be on their hearts I treat this like my thesis, well-written topic, broken down into pieces. I introduce, then produce, words so profuse. It's abuse how I juice up this beat like I'm deuce. Hey, welcome to the Black Gautist Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And we're in the house on a Thursday afternoon, a very special vice presidential debate version of the black guy who tips yes it is so i guess that means we cannot be as ratchet as normal we just have to be very sensible and whatnot Mm -mm. no okay well fuck that then that's right um (laughs) and uh the voice that you heard at the beginning of this show um i don't know if you guys listen to um blacking it up or this week in blackness as they call it now twib radio um so that white people won't be afraid um and they still are so it don't matter they're always yeah. afraid anything with black in it gonna scare them exactly <laughs> or you can listen to after black um where i just heard this uh, nice young lady uh speak um it's amani gandhi i hope i pronounced that right a gandhi. It's gandhi like candy oh, okay amani gandhi yep um from see normally i i overcompensate for my southern accent but this time i'm right yeah, Am- <laughs> you're right on. Amani Gandhy, uh, uh, aka Angry Black Lady on Twitter, um, and also Angry Black Lady Chronicles is her website. Um, uh, so, uh, 
yeah Amani, tell them why you mad uh, say what's up to everybody <laughs> right now i'm already pre-mad about the debates tonight because <laughs> you know all of this stuff that's come out about women's rights and repro rights and i just have this feeling they're not even going to talk about it like we're not even here mm. like we don't exist and so i'm pre-pissed off <laughs> yeah I, I remember watching the debate last week between the president and mitt romney and uh, of course er, the sky fell afterwards apparently everybody's gonna go jump off a cliff but um i you know i actually kind of enjoyed debate the debate i was you know listening and paying attention to like logic and points and truth um but i'm, I'm strange like that i admit it i, I know i'm in a minority <laughs> but yeah um, logic what is that yeah. i don't even know what that means was, being reasonable nah we ain't trying to hit that apparently negroes no reasonable negroes <laughs> you're not allowed to be reasonable black people apparently uh <laughs> my twitter feed was way different than everybody else's because i was like he telling the truth and he was like no man he ain't saying it right i was like oh oh my bad y'all but um yeah so uh yeah i, I feel like um a lot of people were like, well, the president should bring up, you know, women's rights, uh, gay marriage, um, don't ask, don't tell, getting taken out, all like a bunch of great things. I was like, yeah, that would be awesome. But I feel like that's a moderator's job. Yes. You know? Exactly. Thank you. I mean, yes. he was terrible. He was, he was horrible. It was terrible. And, you know, Mitt Romney just came out there and lied oh. and lied. And I think President Obama was like, wait. This motherfucker right here. <laughs> I, I can see it in his smile, dog. Like, you yes. totally could. And, it was just, and then yeah. he would look at the moderator like, where you, where, where, where you, you, you just gonna let him do that? We, we, you, you well, ain't gonna I, control I, this. I recognize the smile because I have the same, this is some bullshit smile at my job. So, like, I could just see he's like, this is some bullshit, man. I yep. see this is, what gonna, <laughs> this is really what it's gonna be for the next hour and a half. Okay. But, um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, I, I do wonder if, um, so many things will come up in the vice presidential debate where we have like an actual, hopefully a good moderator. And, um, you know, maybe we can talk about more than one topic and, uh, not let, you know, there be 12 rebuttals to every talking point. Uh-huh. And, uh, maybe we'll even call it a debate. Um, I think that would be pretty cool. So, uh, yeah, I'll probably watch this debate too and probably get drunk. So. <laughs> I'm hoping that, you know, since Vice President uh, Biden isn't going to be constrained by concerns that he's like, oh, my God, black, blackity black, <laughs> that he might actually be able to be a little bit tougher. Yeah, you know? that is cool about Biden is that he doesn't have any restraints. And no, it, it is kind of. Um, and he's old. You got to remember, old people don't give a fuck. Yeah, he don't give a <laughs> fuck. That's so true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And people kind of expect him to while out a little bit. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah, I kind of feel like the gas thing is works to his advantage a lot yes, of the time. Yes, because it does. It's like it lowers expectations automatically. And then. <laughs> When he gets up there and he's like sharp or he's witty, you're, you're automatically like, well, he didn't fuck that one up. That's actually pretty right, funny. Exactly. So maybe the president yeah, need people, to gaff one. People like Uncle Joe. Yeah, he's cool. Uh, did, you, did you guys see yesterday, uh, apparently President Obama did a radio interview with this, di- with this guy, Tom Joyner, and mm. said that he was too polite in the first debates. And then at the end, he closed out with, he quoted that uh, chill the fuck out meme. Yeah. He's like, yeah. <laughs> He's like, I can't quote the whole thing, but, you know, I got this. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah I'm not worried about it at all, man. Um, and I know people are like, you know, I think uh, the more you involve politically, the more it's like a football game. And I don't mean that to make light of politics, but like 
in a football game uh whenever like sunday's coming up and your team's gonna play the closer you get to sunday the more you're like well we could lose this i mean you know yeah. if, if if mike vick comes out and throws 12 interceptions again i mean jesus I, I know this team is last and they haven't won and they haven't beaten anybody in seven years but today is the day that we're gonna lose and i feel like the more you analyze it the more you think about it the more it feels real and you can't i don't think anyone that's involved politically can afford to feel like we got this but it, but you know I, I get to feel that way because you know I'm not that politically involved, so I get to be like, yeah, we got this. Let's go. I'm a vote. <laughs> so, I don't yeah. know. That's my that's my calling. But um, I hope so. I'm just tired. I'm tired of this whole process. Right, and there's a month to go. I know, and it's just getting crazy. You got fools in Arkansas talking about how slavery wasn't that bad, and you know how could it be that bad? Because you know Jesus didn't say nothing about it in the Bible. <laughs> yeah, he turned he turned the other cheek. Why can't you? Right, and then you got. Other fools who are, you know, this guy, this dude running for office in Tennessee who, like, forced his mistress to get an abortion. And, I mean, oh. and then you got other dudes in Georgia talking about how uh, evolution is a lie from hell. You know? oh. and, and, and you got other people on, like, talking about how homosexualistas are, like, coming for your family. I mean, people are just going crazy against all of these, you know these these traditionally liberal leaning people black people mm. you know people who who don't think that the bible is like the word you right. know poor people, people. Don't think that jesus rode a dinosaur through the desert people <laughs> who don't think that like gays are trying to you know make everyone more fabulous and make them gay i mean it's just i don't mind being fabulous and it help make me more color coordinated i'm not angry <laughs> Seriously, someone come in here and redecorate my apartment well pretty, i know it's so no i'm pretty uh i'm really really left um and i I believe in mandatory gay marriage. Like, um, I don't think you should be allowed to get married to straight people anymore. I'm Republican nightmare. Well, don't speak too loud. You know, we, we might get an invite from chill now. Hey, mandatory interracial gay marriage. It has to be interracial too. Sorry, chill. But, um, but all right. So first of all, in that little bit that you just talked right there, uh, that is why, uh, I, I feel such affection for you when you come on, um, you know, Twib radio, and and whatnot and i feel like they won't let you be free because Mm -hmm. you know elon's so reasonable that when you say like six things like that he stops you and goes whoa whoa, whoa, hold on now well let's think about it let's 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 be sure that this makes sense we don't want to offend and make people mad you know what yeah our audience is a little different and you know so you could be as ratchet as you want to be they might outdo you ma'am yeah i actually like the framing like i think that's one of the things that, um, you know, I feel like Obama could do better on, the Obama administration could do a little better on, is framing things to be more like, let's lead with the bl- what, what bleeds, and then back it up with reason on the end. So it's like, you know, uh, you, when, when you're saying like, yeah, they're talking about homo fashionistas or whatever, I'm just like, oh, I'm okay, I don't know what that means, but yes, that sounds <laughs> like, yeah, I'm very upset. I would like to know what's that, what that's about. So I, I'm... Feel free to slander them. That is fine. I mean, it's just, they're all, I'm just tired of the craziness, you know? It's just been just straight up crazy for three and a half going on four years now. And it's just, it's never, it just feels like it's never going to end. You know, like I haven't talked or felt like there was so much racism just in the world oh as my much God. As in the last four years. Like, honestly, yeah. the only positive thing that could come from a Mitt Romney presidency is I think white people would chill on the racism like uh, uh, uh like back to at least two thousand and eight levels. <laughs> right. Like, that's it only, won't go away, but yeah, it's the only positive, man. It's like, oh man, I, I read the news today and I don't feel like I need to like hurt anyone. 
but uh yeah i, I mean but then we have to live with romney as president but uh, other than that um so look i have questions for you i know karen has questions for you uh we would like to know more about amani amani gandy um the the person um okay. so uh i guess my first question is what is your origin story uh were you bit by like an angry 80s stereotype black sitcom mother and then you got angry <laughs> black lady powers or like how like what happened to make you become the angry black lady well, actually, the angry black lady isn't really a reflection of politics or anything. It's more, I have a pituitary tumor, mm-hmm. and so it makes my hormones fluctuate a lot. So when I first got diagnosed, before I was, like, getting treatment and stuff, I would just get these flashes of anger, like, at the most random shit. Like, my suitcase won't close. I better punch it. Or, you know, <laughs> the light bulb is out in my refrigerator. I should cry about it. Whoa. <laughs> just, Di- wow. Diagnosed with what exactly? Uh, it's called a microprolactinoma, and it's a pituitary adenoma. It's a little four millimeter bastards in my brain mm. that just fucked my shit up, you know? And so that was, um, I started Angry Black Lady. I just started calling myself that for that reason. And then partially I, I kept it after I became sort of aware, after I became more political, mm. which didn't really happen until like Obama was elected. Mm. Um, and I realized people were getting the wrong impression of what that meant. And then I sort of like it. Like I like it when white people get nervous. They're like, Angry Black Lady, what's that all about? You know, like I don't mind them getting a little bit nervous. And I either get that reaction or I just get like the oh, chuckle, chuckle, aren't, isn't that cute type of thing. So I kind of like to to be in people's faces a little mm. bit. Um, but yeah, I mean, the anger about politics has grown over the past few years just because it, it's just ridiculous out there. Yeah. You know? I, there's a, ridiculous. there's like a level of, um, like craziness now going on where it feels like i read news stories and my only response is goddamn like right yeah like this happened so it's just like oh paul what why would paul ryan say that goddamn it that's it that's my only response to it my brain just shuts off for the rest of the day yeah and and i'm to the point now where i am so thankful even though people can say what they want to say about the united states of america i am so thankful that we had the freedoms that you can say goddamn your throat won't get cut for you saying that <laughs> i'm serious because in other countries you know right. you get the protesting and, and voicing your anger you get shot in the streets right. so at least we have you know the right to to be angry even though the shit's still fucked up don't get me wrong but yeah. at least you can voice it and um what uh uh are the uh women no no i don't want to ask that when i ask you this one why did you start team uterati and what is team uterati for those that don't know uh team uterati is my uh crowdsourcing um research project where we are basically um are digging up all of the anti-choice bills, anti-women bills, and uh, crowdsourcing them, putting them into a database with links to the legislators that are sponsoring them. Um, and then it's also just like an online community for women who are trying to figure out what the hell to do with all of the madness that's going on with uh, re- reproductive rights. I started it in February, right around when um, that transvaginal ridiculousness started um, got to Virginia. Mm-hmm. And um, it was right around when Rush Limbaugh went off on Sandra Fluke and right after the whole Komen uh, Planned Parenthood thing. And I just personally, I would wake up pissed off every day because I just didn't have a way of getting a handle on everything that was going on out there. 
So it just started off as just an idea that I came up with after talking to some of my uh, Twitter pals, especially the women from Texas, who were kind of pissed off that people had ignored the fact that a transvaginal ultrasound bill had been passed in the previous May. And no one was really paying attention to it because people sort of look at Texas and think of it as flyover country, you Mm. know. Um, And I could see how frustrated they were. So I felt like, you know, I was in a position to write about it and try and help other people understand it because I'm a lawyer and I can read legislation without wanting to stab myself in the face. (laughs) Um, So that's that's basically why I did it just as as a research tool and as a way to make myself feel like I was doing something and getting a handle on everything that was going on. Um, And my friend Heather... Um, is the programmer of it. She basically put it together, um, you know, took my ideas and was like, oh, I said, you know, I wanted to do this and she would make it do that. I wanted to do this and she would make it do that. And so that's what that is. Um, and then I had, you know, my bitch fork fundraiser in order to get the new server. So now we're on a new fast server. And what, actually- what exactly are bitch forks? Yes. Bitch forks, it's a, they're a little, my friend Thunder Kitty, Esma, um, Esma, actually it's not Esma. She would kill me if I said Esma, um, makes them. They're dog tags that say bitch fork on them. And then there's a little bitch fork that looks like a pitchfork. It's like a little mini something you can just like stab people with in the neck. Oh. And, ah. uh, and it's a, you know, so people got really fired up about them and bought enough of them so that we were able to raise enough money to uh, upgrade our server. Um, and now I'm in negotiations to moving my project to a nonprofit so that I can, you know, actually have like a funding source and they can pay me to actually work on it and do it and turn it into a useful tool for you know, lay people, regular people, media, other women's nonprofit groups. So that's what that's about. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. It. it was like, I'm yeah. kind of surprised. It was just one of those ideas that I had that then I looked around. And I was like, how come no one has done this yet? And then I realized it's because it's fucking hard. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> information. And it's also really hard to get funding for women's groups. It's just right. a lot of people don't want to be like, oh, yeah, I'm, I help abortionists, you know, quote right. unquote, as they like to call them. So. Um, it's been a struggle. It's been about eight months, but I'm happy about where it is. Um, I'm happy with the structure of it, and I'm just hoping to finalize this this merger um, so that I can start working on it for real and really start making it useful for for people. Because um, what ended up happening was is that all these bills were introduced, and and the PP, you know, the healthcare bill was upheld, and then there was the um, the, the contraception mandate, the birth control benefit, as I like to call it, because mandate makes it sound like it's evil. And it's just really, you know, yeah. saying that women who are employed by, you know, wherever can have contraception access in their health care plans. It's not that crazy of a notion. Although I think mandate is appropriate, though, because um, now you can date men and not worry about getting <laughs> pregnant. If, <laughs> if you want, if you decide to sleep with them, yeah. Yeah. it's the one time. Yeah, just just the one time. <laughs> We have uh, a lot of women that listen to this podcast. A lot of people out there with vaginas, including me and you. Mm-hmm. And I know that you keep a real close ear to the ground on laws and things that are getting ready to get passed. What are some bills that you know of that women should kind of keep their eye out for or things that they might might want to, you know, maybe contact their congressmen on and things like that? Um, I think the most important one, um, at least that I've been writing about a lot right now, are these bills that allow employers and pharmacists and doctors to refuse to um, to treat people 
based on some theory of religious conscience. So they can yeah. refuse to um, treat rape victims or give rape victims emergency contraceptives after they've been raped because they feel like providing emergency contraceptives goes against their religion. Um, a lot of people mistakenly think that Plan B the morning after pill is the same, is an abortifacient, which means that it causes abortion. It doesn't. Right. Um, and so what they'll do is they'll say, oh, you know, well, Jesus told me that I can't do this. So I'm going to refuse to treat you. And, you know, sorry, you can just, yeah, you know, how, you know, you know, Jesus was not about treating people or yeah. helping or them fixing or, or healing anything mm-hmm. like that he's no like, mm. he was out there with them five thousand people and that and that loaf of bread and them seven fishes it was like you know what <laughs> y'all nah i'm good yeah see that's a that's that's one of the liberal media's laws that was a just a fish fry that had nothing to do uh yeah a real feeding. big fish fry <laughs> yeah <laughs> he was not trying to feed the mass he's making fish sandwiches and uh my uncle does that every uh october so um the other thing too i wanted to ask about um Team Uterati, is that just a combination of uterus and Illuminati? Uh, actually, I had no, it wasn't. It was more trying to be like the, like the vagina mafia. Mm. You know, <laughs> like I was go, trying to, I was going for an, an Italian feel, but Illuminati works too. You know, we could be like a vaginal secret society. <laughs> I do like, I do like a vagina mafia though. I, wonder I, if that's I do that too. I, I, I do. I definitely would join that I'm, club. Uh, yeah. I'm a big fan of vaginas, uh, ever since <laughs> way back. Like, I practically pra- practically born in one you could right. say um and i support them so i you know um now wh- actually what I, I there is a story that i read and i'll tweet it out here in a second um that uh this woman her name on twitter her name is cerebral cut class she wrote sort of in a post-apocalyptic story after personhood amendments which ban all abortions and all contraceptives had been passed throughout the country and it was about like this group of women who basically were a, a, a contraceptive underground army where they, you know, women would hang a little ribbon outside their window and these women would come through and either take you to get an abortion if you needed one oh. or gave you contraceptive if you needed it. And in her story, the government has sort of, um, you know, big brother, big, bu- big brotherized all women so they're you know monitoring toilet water to see if there are hormones coming through that will be able to tell them who's pregnant or who might be taking contraceptive oh wow yeah and so i read that story and then i read an article about how um women's rights women's reproductive rights were treated in romania under Ceausescu. i always pronounce that wrong and it was and that was like real life you know back in romania where if you were pregnant you could like go to jail where they hold you in jail until you gave birth if you seemed like you were at risk for trying to do something or if you were they were they were uh, telling women how many children they had to have. And so that just got me a little bit frightened because, you know, the end result of all of these laws is exactly it's reproductive slavery. I mean, it's telling yeah. women can and cannot do with their bodies, monitoring them to make sure that they're following what the government is telling them to do. And it's completely contrary to all of this, you know, freedom, liberty, no, small government shit that the right likes to talk. And so that was sort of, you know, and I had been unaware of, of, I mean, I was aware of the personhood amendment, but I was just sort of on the fringes of being aware of how prevalent these rules, these laws were becoming. And so it just made me want to do something to just raise people's awareness. Like, wow. you know, there was a, for example, in 
there's a personhood amendment that's attached to the Constitution in the Dominican Republic. Just a couple of months ago, a 16-year-old girl was diagnosed with uh, leukemia, and so her mo- and she was also found out that she was pregnant. So she and her mother wanted to to abort this child and then proceed with chemo treatment. Right. Um, and the doctors refused to give her chemo because they were afraid of hurting the baby, and so they waited too long, and she ended up dying. Wow. You oh. know, and, so, and that's where we are. I mean, there are rules; those laws already exist in Kansas, for, for to name a, a particular state, where doctors can refuse to give you chemotherapy if you have cancer because the chemo might hurt the child, this fetus. You know, and that's just. What the I, fuck is that? You I know guess, what I mean? Uh, it's just kind of crazy. And people think, oh, well, that's just, you know, they think, oh, that's just Dominican Republic. It can't happen here. And it's already happening here. Right. And so people need to, you know, I just feel like if I yell loud enough about it, then maybe some, some people will start to wake up because it's just frightening. These people are frightening. Yeah, I didn't even know that. I guess, Me uh, either. John, I guess John and Yoko were right, man. Yes. Um, do you consider yourself a feminist? And if so, what is your definition of it? You know, that's funny because I was just talking about that this week. I did not really call myself a feminist until this year Mm. because I really don't like what the way black women, women of other women of color are marginalized in mainstream feminism. Um, And I think it's because, you know, it's that sort of when you go to college and you take a women's studies class and it's the, you know, we'll talk about bell hooks at the end of the semester if we have time Mm. phenomenon where, you know, it to me, feminism always seemed like a very white lady um sort of way of thinking um but then i realized so i like to use i I would use words like womanist or humanist just anything to avoid having to call myself a feminist Mm. um and you know once i uh started to think about it more and talk to my friend heather i realized you know i'm not going to get run out of the word feminist because i had a bad experience in college or because there are women who are in the feminist movement who don't see it as an intersectional movement who don't see it as something that needs to account for the different um, issues that face various women. Um, so I do consider myself a feminist, but I always sort of have an asterisk. <laughs> now, do you ever wonder, um, cause I, I'm not sh- sure, like, are you still affected by, um, you were saying your, your gland, like it, 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 like you have a tumor on it. It makes you like sometimes lose control of your emotions or feel angry or whatever. Are you still affected by that? Is that something you deal with every day? Yeah, not as much because I treat it, but yeah, yeah, I am affected by it. I cry a lot more than I ever used to. I just, I'm, I'm a goddamn, I'm a crybaby. I cry at commercials. Really? You know, I cry really shit now. And Which so ones? Like the McDonald's commercials or like the Popeye's chicken? Like what, what gets you? <laughs> Popeye's. Oh, dude, I love some Popeye's. You know, there's this Google Chrome <laughs> ad that makes me cry every time. Really? Up to college. I don't know. Check it out. All uh, right. those, those Sarah McLaughlin, ASPCA commercials, you know, those all. Mm. Uh, obviously Tyler Perry, Medea commercials, obviously everything. Ah! Um, (laughs) (laughs) so like, um, one thing I was, um, you know, I've noticed, I've been following you on Twitter ever since, um, my man, I think on Twitter, his name is Divinex, which I'm not sure what that even means. Um, but his real name is like Andrew or something. And, uh, he told me to follow you a long time ago and I did. And then I unfollowed you because I have ego problems. I was like, I'm important. Follow me back. You know, I didn't say nothing, <laughs> but that's why I was secretly thinking. I was like, oh, I matter. And I just like, oh, she's working on her own stuff. And, you know, I saw you, you know, tweeting about politics and stuff. I was like, this lady seems very intense and involved. So, you know, I stepped away. But then one day um, I called in the black and uh, after black and um, you follow me on Twitter and I followed you back. And it's been, uh, you know, uh, it's been a, a great thing ever since i believe i was shocked when she started following me because it was one of them things where it was like 
Because I know with Elon and Eljo and Aaron, you know, they are rational Negroes that, you know, go on the forefront and represent right. us well. We're not. Right. So I was like, oh, shit, she followed me. I was like, did did anybody tell her about me? I'm ratchet. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I immediately feel bad when people of stature follow me. Like I'm yes, always, like I want to, I always want to apologize to them and like, warn them. <laughs> Listen, I'm not going to change. Just get away from me. Go, <laughs> go you don't, you don't come from this. Go beat somebody. <laughs> go go because, accomplish. You know, you kind of, the whole week that I guest hosted Twib, you call in like every day and you're always hilarious, but you always are on point, you know, or even if I disagree with you, you're, a, you're pretty, you're a pretty reasonable Negro yourself. I hate to break it to you. Oh, I am the safest Negro, you know, obviously, yes. but it was just, um, you know, like I said, I I I I feel like um you know we get pretty ratchet. We say a lot of jokes. We the motto of our show is nothing's wrong if it's funny. So obviously we cross some lines and stuff. But it was like uh really cool that you follow me. But I started you know paying more and more attention to your tweets. And I gotta ask you, you know, on the blackout tips where we don't pull any punches, we ask the tough questions. <laughs> Are you actually angry because I find you delightful and a treat to follow on Twitter, <laughs> extremely engaging and funny? Yes, and, and not- when you took down. The picture with the flames in it i was like i don't know if i am uh i don't feel she's that angry anymore <laughs> it's false advertising you know i'm actually not that angry in person i'm actually rather charming and delightful mm. i am but you know i do i i don't suffer fools like i'm not i'm not the one that's gonna i curse a lot for one and i don't see if there's anything wrong with it even though people tell me i'm oh. a fan i'm like i don't care oh isn't cursing the best I love it. They, <laughs> like they, like people say it's for stupid people. Let me tell you something. Mm-mm. They invented this, these words for an economy of words where I no longer have to say a bunch of shit to you that would waste my time. I know. So I can just like sum it up in like four or five. So just, Oh, motherfucker. And people go, Oh yeah, I know exactly what that means. <laughs> yes. Ain't no guess. Like who thinks that is for dumb people? I love cursing. It's my favorite thing to do. I'm sorry, but go continue on. I, I didn't mean to cut you Yeah, off. no, I mean, I'm not that angry, but I am not going to take a lot of shit from people, you know, and I am very opinionated, mm-hmm. obviously. So, you know, I don't, I, I don't know. I think I just sort of, it sort of like became like a branding thing, you know? Right. So um, this, like every time, like every once in a while, do you have to fake it? Like to keep up with appearances do you have to like just <laughs> randomly tweet like a couple cuss words and don't like just fucking shit man they're like what's wrong i'm just well, I angry like i was i was definitely angrier sort of in the first like a year and a half ago because i felt like there were a lot of, president obama was getting a lot of shit on the left and so i would argue a lot with people on oh, the left. but i've definitely yeah. i've i think i've just gotten more resigned to the way things are you know, yeah. it's just kind of like people are dumb racists or people are, you know, misogynists or people are just assholes. Mm-hmm. And I'm sort of just like, well, that's the way it is and move on as opposed to like trying to figure out why, you know, like, how yeah. can you say these things? It's just like, oh, you're stupid. OK. Yeah, we have Next. a mantra. We have a, uh, we have a mantra on the show and it's how I live my life. And uh, part of the thing that enables me to coexist with so many people in the world is that I believe everybody like pretty much ain't shit. So once I accept that part, it's easier to deal with people because I'm like, oh, this is happening because you ain't shit. Like there's like, yeah, and I don't have no high expectations. Right. It's like when you see, um, like, uh, for example, um, Stacey Dash came out as Republican or whatever, and I'm not saying that means she ain't shit. Period. But you know, she did that. That means you do have to co-sign some things that I'm like, ain't you a black? woman <laughs> but yeah. you know so she, she had to co-sign that shit and then i'm like but she do got some money so maybe she just like i'll, I'll only care about my money mm-hmm. and this dude keeps promising tax cuts and not even like 
he is not gonna apparently pay for it in any kind of way so i just love my money that much it's like okay well maybe you just ain't shit so i get it yeah i mean i don't understand i don't understand i mean i don't understand her i don't understand you know gop black chick i just don't understand these black republicans i mean it's just you know i mean i i could understand how you know, I always joke that if I wanted to go and become like a Fox News reporter or whatever, I could because right. they're always looking for Negroes to just, you know, put out <laughs> on stage and be like, look, you know, Michael Steele or Herman Cain, Alan West. But it's like they're crazy. Right. Yeah. And I ha- I ha- there are principalities involved. You know? Right. Yes. It, it, yeah, how do you go to your family reunion? What are you going to say, Karen? I'm sorry. I, I'm say, um, no problem. And and you know what? They will, Your name would be the angry black lady. They wouldn't call you by your real name. That would be your pundit name and everything when you right, go forward. Right. And it's just like, you know, you just be this token. And I don't want to be anybody's token. And that's why when people try to make me calm down. I'm like, I'm not going to calm down for you. If you yeah. want me to calm down, then you better, just, you might want to leave. Because if I have something to say, I'm going to say it. But I'm a pretty reasonable person in the way I say it. I might, you know, be a little bit profane or whatever. But, you know, I feel like I can back up my my uh, points with logic and reason and facts. And right. a lot of people, just crazy people can't. And so they just... Start doing that stuff where they're like, oh, well, you're racist. I'm like, oh, okay, well, that's interesting. Oh, oh I love that. <laughs> I, I, had, I, had a, uh, I have white friends now. I've had them for about, um, it's going on at least eight to ten years Yeah, so around in there. Um, and it's pretty, you know, it's pretty good. I have them pretty much tamed. Um, but, you know, every once in a while they get froggy and we have good conversations and stuff. But one time um, one of them asked me, like, are you voting for Obama because he's black? And I was like, what? And I was like, well, you see everything in, you know, race. And I was like... The fuck kind of question? Isn't that the question ignited by race from you in the first place to even accuse me, me of this? Not to mention that I have never voted for a Republican ever. So, like, why would this be the time for, right. like, yes, you know what? John McCain is the revolutionary candidate that I've been waiting on my entire life to change mm-hmm. my political affiliation. Like, nah, dog, just calm down or whatever. And it is funny how, like, they can't see their privilege sometimes and how, you know, they see things the same through the same scope. But it's like. But I'm white. That's the default scope. Your right. blackness is interrupting, you know, your view of the world. It's like, nah, dog. The world mm-hmm. is fucking up my life, mm-hmm. <laughs> according yep. to my blackness. Um, yeah, yeah. I had some jackass call me self racist because because I had black in my my Twitter handle. It's like that doesn't even make any sense. What are mm. you talking about? Yeah, you know, people just, you know, it's it's become this thing where being called racist is worse than than being racist right. so now they're just flipping it and using it as an insult you know it's like oh you're an asshole oh you're racist no yeah. that's not it's not what racism means something you acknowledge race you are racist right yeah you, know, <laughs> you, you mentioned someone's color when you criticize i had some some crazy woman from england this white lady who said that because you mentioned color when people when you criticize people that's racist mm. like why won't you admit that you're racist it was like I am not going to sit here and argue with you about your stupid Wikipedia facile, not, you know, definition of racism. You don't know what it is. Right. And you just keep throwing it out there. Oh, you're racist. You don't know what you're talking about. And frankly, every time a white person calls a black person racist, we all just sort of put that on our list. Talk about it at the next meeting. Yeah. Right. So this white person's crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, like, um, you know, and, and a lot of times, you know, like you can explain that very calmly to her and break it down or you can just say motherfucker and yeah, walk and, away. And keep it pushing. And that's why cursing is good. Yes. And also I want to say, you know, they was asking why you mad. Yeah. Say as soon as they quit passing laws that tells me when I can open and close all the lips of my body, then we can talk. <laughs> exactly. I mean, but do let's okay, let's just get down to brass tacks here. Do women really need control of their vaginas? 
I mean, At come on. Like a few days a week. <laughs> you know? Can we just get something right now? They don't want it to do anything at all. They want they they want to control it entirely. Can I just get like a weekends? Can I rent it? Can I lease it back? <laughs> I know, right? Can I keep it to myself every now and then? Touch it, masturbate on it. it can't be yours all the time. I feel like right. the tactic to take is um for female congressmen, congresswomen, I guess congressmen. Huh. Anyway, for female congresswomen and uh senators and whatnot we got to get more of them elected and then yes. they just got to start passing laws that would affect dudes and then you'll start seeing people be like whoa now that's not wait a minute you gonna put something on my penis well that's uh i'm a man i don't think you understand that uh that is an invasion of <gasps> i get it yeah <laughs> they've done that i mean in georgia there was a law that you know that someone introduced that would uh that would uh criminalize like vasectomies mm-hmm or no, it was forced men to get vasectomies. And then there was, uh, there was one that would have required like anal probes for men, like every time they wanted. I mean, there's, there have been some of these laws yeah. that have been passed sort of like joke laws, you know? But I mean, obviously it's not about what these, you know, Republican anti-choice men say, men and women say it's about. It's about controlling women. Yep. Yes. You know, it's yes. about women and being second class citizens. So anything yes. that affects what men, the choice that men can make about their health care, about their sexuality, that's just off the table because they're men. Yep. And controlling fucking. These right. yeah. religious people are against fucking and it's not cool because I know too many religious people that's fucking. Yeah, I know. Stop yes. it. Chill yes. out. Don't, don't, don't lie. And you can't be grouping yeah, up. They're, they're, they're like, Fucking men, you know, you get like the tennis yes. who are doing meth and like banging little boys, banging boys, and all this stuff. It's kind of like, dude, if you guys would just stop being assholes, right, and would just embrace your homosexuality or your meth headedness or whatever, like we don't care. Democrats do not care, right? How you gonna be? I'm cool with you. How you not gonna be cool with me? Right. You know that that shit kills me every time. Like I said, I know so many people that fuck and go to church. And I'm like, y'all can't get in a group and decide no one else can fuck. That's not fair. To it's not fair to nobody. And um, every day on my way to the Y, apparently I didn't realize this, but it is actually an abortion clinic on my way to the Y. And I really? never, I never paid it any attention. It's a little small sign. And the only reason why I figured out it was an abortion clinic because every day about five or five something. Is these group of people that stand out there with anti-abortion signs wow. talking about uh, uh, pray for abortion, stop abortion, abortion is wrong, have pictures of aborted babies like all up and down the side of the road like every afternoon. You know what's crazy is like they're already winning that argument by having you feel like it's an abortion clinic. Because they probably do so much other shit I in there. I bet you they do. And it's yeah, because like, it's called like family reproductive something services right. place. It's like, so they, you know, it could be Planned Parenthood, but it's like, uh, no, this is now just only doing abortions and we are here to be mad at that. So, you know, let's change the debate. Like, it's crazy. And it's very frustrating um, because the way they are, the traffic uh, has to stop almost in front of because the timing of the light and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things where I just, a lot of times I just look at them and I'm like, man, like, it's just, it's just sad that you're wasting your time with these signs. But, you know, there's other more, to me, it's other more important things that we, that you could be protesting other than this. Yeah, it's not like there's abortion sales and shit or like, <sighs> you know, have buy, like Groupons and shit. Like, it's, <laughs> ain't, ain't like they got buy one, get one free. Oh, yeah. You know what? On your 10th abortion, it will be free. Right. People yeah, are going like, here for a need. 
get drive through, get an abortion in a two piece. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> With a side of dirty rice. You want to go to Popeye's, girl? I need an abortion. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's just, it's, 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 and you know, the sad thing is, is that the, like in the UK just recently, like they, they're actually far more pro, pro choice than the American, uh, population is, the electorate. But a lot of the, American anti-choice people are sort of outsourcing their bullshit anti-abortion tactics to the UK. Mm. So what you're getting is the same sort of like idiots just lining up outside of clinics, harassing women in a way that they haven't been before like this year. Wow. Mm. So it's like, we're the craziest spreading. We're infecting other countries. Do you think like those people that um, get up and go to abortion clinics and like, hold up signs every day like if they don't have jobs or do they like get off work they and do can't. it like like what is their life like other than that time like are they like all right man well shifts over y'all want to go get some wings like what what do they do for fun other than stand outside and hold hold those signs because i can't imagine that's like, i can't imagine wanting to hang out with anyone like that i don't think that guy like watches the game on sunday no mm, he's too busy standing outside the, the 24-hour abortion clinic to yeah. care <laughs> right as insane Yelling at people yeah and, and the thing is that and it's to me uh, maybe this is just me i think that that and i know they probably have laws that they have to be so many feet away and things like yeah. that but the thing is that if i'm a woman and i'm coming there I should have the right to come in there without being harassed. Right. Right. Because right. a lot I mean, of times they're going to stop you. They're going to want to talk to you and all that bullshit. you like, I might be going in here for birth control pills, but you're talking to me about abortion. Now my name be pregnant. They just want to shame you. Yeah. They That's just true. Shame and they don't care. And they certainly don't care about, I mean, they're not pro-life. They, right. they, they stop caring as soon as the baby like pops out. Yep. They don't care. You know, they're, they're not, they're, they're anti-fucking. Yeah, yeah that is that's it. what it boils down that, to. That is the extent to which they care about everything of involving reproduction is like, uh, so wait a minute, women is just out here able to fuck? Yes. Mm-mm. Nope. Not, not a fan. Let's go. That is true. Yeah, the signs. Yeah, women fucking and they can opt to have a child and not to have a child. Mm-mm. If you're yeah. not making babies, you wasting seeds. Right. Then yeah. it's like, okay, well, I'm going to have this baby, you know, um, y'all, you know, I'm in a terrible situation. I really don't think I should have had this child, but you guys wanted me to. So, um, y'all mind if I get a little bit of help from the uh, government? No, nigga, you broke. Get the fuck out of here. You better get a job or some shit. God damn. You better work for it. You shouldn't. You, yeah. and, and you, that, you poor. You shouldn't have had the baby in the is, first place. Is that an anchor baby? Go back to Mexico. Get the mm-hmm. fuck out. Like, they don't care. Mm-hmm. If, uh, if it they was. They don't a- care. And that's what's so crazy about it is because, you know, part of the whole. I don't know if you saw, heard about those billboards that they had where they say, you know, black. They say abortion is black genocide. Yes. And then there was one billboard. They actually used the president's, the president's image. And they were like, you know, this could have. You know, he might never have been president. Yeah. And I'm just like, first of all, you don't even like that Negro. Why are you putting him on a billboard and saying, oh, God, he might never have become pregnant? Second of all, you don't like black people. So why are you all of a sudden concerned about, like, this black genocide that's going on? You should be for it. And his mama white. Shut the fuck up. Like, what are you talking about? And his mama white. Y'all not even talking about her. Y'all was talking they don't about, care. Y'all was talking about his black skin women. brown. They don't care where it came from. His skin is brown. That's <laughs> all they concerned about. We don't expect y'all to actually know his origin story. We just uh no, because as far as some of them concerned, he ain't even from here. You right? <laughs> He's like he's from Kenyan anyway. I, I know he's from over there in that. What's that country they call? What is it? Africa they call it over there in Zimbabwe, Zimbabwe, whatever that place is. That where he from? So what? I have another question for uh, uh, Imani here. Um. How much of your personal life 
do you put on twitter and stuff because i see you always tweeting about links political things like it seems like you're very like targeted like okay these are the things i want to get out here it seems very polished how much of your personal life do you get into with you know twitter Uh, i put it i pretty much i just i don't really have any brain to fingertip filter Mm. so it's sort of like whatever happens to be going on at any time i'll tweet about it um you know sometimes like i'll I live tweeted the hurricane once. Like I literally for two days I live tweeted a hurricane. You know what, what I like to do is when I'm when I when I get like I call them my hormonal storms when mm-hmm. I get like all hormonal and weepy and just in a bad mood. I try to turn it into something funny because nobody wants to read someone's stream if it's all like ah woe is me you know. Right. So I try to turn that into something some kind of comedy. But yeah, I mean I'll tweet about pretty much anything and everything. I don't so, really have much to hide. I guess now I'm thinking about it. Like does like the you know having this this issue like with the emotions and stuff does it make dating hard like does it leak over into like your personal life and stuff make like relationships friendships any harder yeah for sure i mean i haven't uh since i've I've, my last boyfriend that i was serious was like 2008 oh man i I was diagnosed like right in the middle of that relationship in 2006 and he went on to become president nobody wants to date crazy bitch did he did he go on to become president you can i've seen scandal obama became president i was like well shit obama's president i don't have time for dating so (laughs) (laughs) you know i've got like you know people i can call (laughs) so because like i i guess um like on the one hand you know it would be something that you know someone dating you would have to definitely deal with and you know be ready for and stuff but on the other hand like they would really have to trust you because, like, you could just flip out randomly and just be fucking with them if you wanted to. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I'm actually not. I'm actually not that kind of. I'm not that kind of girl. Right. But yeah, you know, I just. No, well, technically, no one is Amani. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Right. If you ask them, no, no, they're like, I don't no, do that shit. Everybody's normal. <laughs> I mean, I'm not one of those people that like. I don't understand those sort of those fight and makeup fight and makeup oh movies. i hate those that's not me and so i'm not really into that my last boyfriend was like he was a skateboarder he was really ever in town so mm. it was sort of it can sort of work for me i'm sort of i'm super independent and i'm not one of those codependent clingy people oh. so i'm like if you're gonna be all up in my shit all the time i'm gonna have to ask you to leave oh, okay. <laughs> please leave the building yeah I, I i'm a codependent clingy person i like that you know what i mean we karen and i spend so much time together uh mm-hmm. and we do the podcast and stuff but um um, yeah, I, I I do think that uh, that would be a task if, you know, that person is feeling like, okay, I have to deal with this and I have to be up under you all the time. Like, uh-huh. like, if, like <laughs> if that's the case. We've been up to fill out. You yeah, I would ago. like I would just tantrum about mm, once every couple of weeks to be like, hey, man, you leave the house for a little bit, man. I'm going to just yeah. uh, freak out on you. And then when they leave, I'm like, nah, I ain't even mad. I'm about to go ahead and watch some damn TV. I just want to get rid of your ass. <laughs> kick, my feet, <laughs> kick my feet up, eat cookies, and chill. Um, So, all right, you used to be a lawyer. What was the uh, – and wait a minute. Is lawyer like samurai where you're never not a samurai? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. you you're pass, always licensed. Yeah, she passed yeah, the bar. Lawyer, always lawyer. No, I mean, you have to pay your dues every year, and there's, like, these requirements. You have to do continuing legal education every three years. You have to get a certain number of credits. Mm. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it's mostly once a lawyer, always a lawyer. I'm just not a practicing lawyer. Okay, all right. So um, what was the process, like, of leaving being a lawyer and also – were you at all political with you know your job as a lawyer or as far as like you know just your office place you know talking to your coworkers and stuff like that 
Um, with, you know, I tried to keep it separate just because the clients that I had, you know, working at a big law firm, you know, you have big clients like JP Morgan and insurance company and Enron mutual and those types of Ah. things. So I would, you know, I, I, that was before I actually went by angry black lady and didn't have my real name attached to my blog or my Twitter account or anything because I was, I didn't want clients to like Google my name and be like, what is this? (laughs) (laughs) Why is she associated with you? She's crazy. She's like a black Panther or something. You know, I just don't want to scare the white folks that I like paying me. So we had, uh, we had Enron had a little meeting to money and, uh, we'd like you to sit in for a second. Uh, have some interesting research, uh, about your work for us. Yes. Right. They right. say that you're angry and you're black. Is this true? Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, um, but then once I quit, once I left the law, I sort of, I sort of came out of the social media closet as mm. it were. And, um, you know, I just decided I was just going to try. I basically gave myself a deadline till November 6th to try and actually make enough money to live on okay. doing this before I would, you know, give up and go back to work, which I really don't want to do. So I'm, I'm still, you know, this thing that I'm working on right now is hopefully going to turn into a job, which would be great, which would mean I just created a job for myself just out of, out of the ether. Well, you didn't build that. I mean, technically, you know. Mm. Yeah, you didn't build that. I, did, I actually mm. didn't build it myself. Heather did. <laughs> <laughs> But she's awesome, and you know she just did it because she believes in the cause, and she thought it was a great thing to be doing. You know, yeah. Now I can't like, what was the demographics of like your law firm or the people you worked with? Like, was it mostly white dudes? Was it you know a good little mix? Uh, what was what was up with that? Um, mostly white dudes. Mm. Yeah, my last firm, one of my you know one of my friends Reggie, he's a black dude. He's got his own firm now. But my mentor who I worked with, his name is Pat for, you know, 8 years. He's a white dude but a super liberal white dude. Like he mm. was in the Peace Corps in Iran like back in the 70s. You know, he's super liberal. So I never felt like I had to hide my politics with him. Right. But just generally, I didn't want to be spreading myself all over the internet as being this, you know, crazy knee-jerk liberal because you know, people don't want to see that. Well, well <laughs> number right. number 1 um they're old white dudes and they probably got a little bit of money and shit. But then two, um, they're lawyers. So like, I'm definitely not talking politics with a lawyer I don't agree with because that shit gonna take forever. Oh yeah. Um, and then number three, I have to ask this for all the listeners. Um, is Reggie single? Cause I'm sure a lot of ladies will just. No, she's, no, he's married. He has okay. A all right. Well, everyone calm down, ladies. Uh, panties back on. It's not gonna happen. Um, yeah. <laughs> I try to get Reggie hooked up, man. I don't know. Got his own law firm. He's black. Yeah, no, he's, he's, <laughs> he's doing the damn thing. But yeah, no, he's set. He's good to go. <laughs> hey, hey, baby, that's if they can pull their draws up. You know they got laws against that now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when the Republicans say you can, you may uh, look at the light. Um, <laughs> let, I, I know we only had you for an hour, so let me. Um, I have a couple of articles I would just like to, I guess, ask you about. Um, okay. Um, or talk about. I guess not really ask. These are just like things I saw. Um. So apparently there's a female masturbation bar. What? Mm-hmm. Uh it's in uh Tokyo. Um self diddling ladies rejoice. Finally there exists a bar that caters to your unique interests, something you didn't even know you needed, a tavern where the walls are lined with dildos rather than liquor bottles. Wait, what? Mm-hmm. Oh, they're not they don't got dildos and liquor bottles? Why can't we have both? This I- is sexist. <laughs> already started off on the wrong foot and ladies are free to gather and discuss how they like touching their own clitorises uh guess which country it is you have three guesses here's a hint it's japan 
Um, That's the, not three guesses. Yeah, I, I guess this article is being sassy. Okay. Uh, they call it Fat Pan. That's hilarious. Um, <laughs> the land of the pink, of pink salons and the schoolgirl panty vending machines has finally created what proprietors are calling the country's first love and sex bar dedicated to women. I feel like they got to check for some cameras around there. I watched enough Japanese porn to say, make sure you're not being filmed first and then enjoy yourself, man. Cause that's actually kind of a nice thing. Um, although I don't think this will work for dudes. I don't think, no, I don't think, uh, you find too many dudes that want to get off together and talk about jerking off. Nah, nah. Yeah. <laughs> not straight dudes, but yeah. gay. Yes. We call that just being 14. That's, that's <laughs> we've done all this now. All that yeah it's like when you're 14 it's like oh man i was watching this thing it's like oh yeah um that's try the backhand technique um but apparently the name of the bar is love jewel j-o-u-l-e and it's located in the shibuya district of tokyo and it's frequented by women who work in japanese uh in japan's sex sex industry huh, i didn't know they had a sex industry because uh everything's always blurred out ain't it though <laughs> And pixelated. So that's what they're doing behind those pixels. Oh, my God. So they're actually having sex. What have I been watching all these years? I have no idea. I've been watching blurry spots. Yes. <laughs> blurry spots. I disgust myself now. That's crazy. <laughs> um, you think there's like, do Japanese men get away with that? Where they're like, no, I'm not watching porn. This is blurred out. So, <laughs> I, I can't really see what's going on. Yeah. Well, how dare you what, even what assume? watching me? what's the definition of watching (laughs) yeah why are you why would you even assume that that's what's going on behind the pixels something's wrong with you you. that's right uh let's see men aren't allowed in unless they're brought there by a woman which is perfect because the bar's website describes the place as perfect for girls only discussions or a date um really a date (laughs) yeah maybe they mean girls only date i don't know yeah, that, that seems like a weird place. Maybe like the first date, you know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you, yeah. You want to see what? Want to see what he's made of? Right. Yes, I bring you around here with a bunch of women filling on. They sell some dildos. That's how you respond. He better be very. She better, that relationship better be secure as shit. That's all I'm saying. Yes, yes, yes. So either they they they've talked, and they discussed about swinging yeah. and all that stuff. Because yeah. I'm not gonna be listening to anything you have to say. If there's a bunch of ladies holding uh, vibrators and talking about masturbation. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not that fucking progressive. I'll just be like, mm. <laughs> what were you saying? Uh, you're leaving me. Okay, that's fine. Um, I'll be I'll be right here when you get back. Right. You take the kids, not mine. Okay. Maybe this is what you do. You take your man there when you have some really bad news, and you just tell him like, yeah, this, your son's not yours. And he's like, okay, that's fine. That's cool. Hey, is that a dildo on the wall? Yeah. <laughs> what is she doing over there, huh? What? Yes, and, and you're leaving me. Yes, and you just hope that with your face in her breast, you don't die from suffocation. <laughs> right. right. Uh, which is how I want to go out, ironically. Um, <laughs> all right, so, um, yeah, I just was wondering what you ladies would think about that because I thought that was um, interesting and um, a little bit. Uh, um weird yeah weird and it's like it's in japan so yeah, and you know and i and i do like you know maybe this is the woman coming i do like the dudes just can't walk in there because you have a bunch of single dudes in that joint no wonder they're like look if you ain't come with a woman you ain't allowed in <laughs> yeah i don't blame them because for real you have a bunch of horny dudes in there. i got a dick for you well don't mean touching the one on the wall i got a real one here get away from me and we already talked about stacy dash so i think we're good there but apparently she has a video clip 
Uh-oh. she talked about it and i do want to hear it so I'll, I'll play that real quick okay um it's a couple minutes well, long you know turn it up baby slow yeah i'll turn it up own opinion and that's the point we're all entitled to our opinion and i used my platform to exercise my first amendment right as an american citizen to say who i am choosing to vote for and the interesting thing to me is you you voted for Barack Obama. And she says in her tweet, by the way, it's like, vote for Romney, the only choice for your future. And then like, at Mitt Romney, team Romney, like a bunch of, like just all these hashtags for Mitt Romney. I mean, it's, she's just, well, she's just protecting her money. I mean, that's fine. But don't come in, don't go get on TV or, or on the radio and start talking about your First Amendment rights. Nobody on Twitter is trying to take away your goddamn First Amendment Oh, that's the other reason I'm glad you're here. Thank God. <laughs> you I mean, are a lawyer. That's right. right. We, me. People don't understand what the fir- the First Amendment. What the First Amendment does is it prevents the government, the government from restricting speech. So if Stacey Dash was saying, you know, I feel like I can vote for Mitt Romney, and President Obama was like, Nah, bitch, and like send in some black helicopters, that would be an infringement of her First Amendment rights. But just you know, being having people on Twitter yell at you and I disagree with any, you know, racist comments and any of that stuff. I obviously disagree and I didn't even comment on it because I'm like, I don't care. I don't care. But, you know, the chick from Clueless thinks about politics right now. But this notion that you can't be criticized by whomever for the things you say is just ridiculous. It's what whiners say when they've said some shit that they can't really defend or if they don't have, if, if they're getting attacked by people and they can't just, you know, shut up and leave the situation or whatever, they start crying about their First Amendment rights. Like that that woman who got canned from the Miss America pageant a few years ago, Carrie Prejean, mm-hmm. you know, saying, oh, you know, they're infringing. First, the, the, the Miss, Miss America pageant is infringing on my First Amendment rights. No, no. The government cannot restrict speech. People can say whatever they want. You can say whatever you want, and that means other people can say whatever they want to you. Mm. Oh. You know? Oh, <laughs> man. I needed to hear that because someone, I was tweeting about a TV show, Revolution, and this lady came in and said, uh, I was, cause I was making a joke. I was like, oh man, this is Republican Fox News propaganda because the story has a black man coming around taking all the guns from all these random white people that are trying to form some type of revolution and shit. And it was a joke. You know, I was like, this is the thousand years of darkness Chuck Norris was talking about, right? And, um, the lady comes in and she goes, well, it could be real because what about all the other rights that America has taken from you? And I, and it was like a white lady too. So I was like, I know this white lady ain't talking to me about the rights in America as a black person that, you know, there's a history here that, you know, about rights and things that, you know, I, I think I know. You know, she's like, you know, what about the Patriot Act? So I was just like, look, I'm trying to watch my TV show, ma'am. I didn't engage you. We don't follow each other. We don't know each other. Shut up. Right. And she said I violated her First Amendment rights. I said, God damn. <laughs> no. God damn. I was like, we need a lawyer or somebody to talk about this shit. And mm-hmm. you just did. And I thank you, Imani. I thank yeah, you. Anytime someone says they're, you're violating their, their First Amendment rights, ask them, are you the, ask them if you are the government. Am I the government? Am right. I representing a government agency? If not, shut up. That's what I said. I did not know I was that powerful. Yeah, I haven't, got, sir. I haven't gotten any of the tax money. What if I? <laughs> I'm fucking up. Well, well, well sir, um, the, the, this household here, yeah, um, the country that you run, I constantly protest. So <laughs> I just 
just so thought you, it was, you suck at running the country then i just thought it was terrible that she said that and then we had a, a person that's a listener hit me up like i'm a lawyer and you know she has a point that you know if you say shut up especially if you follow it up with violence first of all i why would i follow up with violence it's what are you gonna do reach through the monitor right like, why are we <laughs> why are we jumping to this extra conclusion, conclusion. Like, well you know if you would have shot her in the head that would be murder it's like well i said shut up though that was where i stopped mm-hmm. and well, where what, it ended. Wait, what does that even make sense it, yeah you she had she had you had she had a point if you'd have shot her it'd have been murder where right. did we get from telling someone to shut up and her claiming falsely that it's a first amendment issue to you committing crimes right crimes over the internet <laughs> i was like god damn man how did you hey he, I, I just don't believe that he's a lawyer i need to believe no, that so i can lawyer, be saying no lawyer would ever say that that's yes. stupid. I, I even see her the wiki like look just wiki the first amendment i don't have time to explain this Mm-mm. and she was like i was just about to send it to you i was like god what is wrong with the world people are stupid <laughs> Oh, yes, they well, are, thank ma'am. you, thank you, Imani, for spending well, this hour yes. with us. We have great. to get you back on again. Yeah, we have to get you on to play Guess the Race one day because yes. apparently, um, you're very good at that. Yeah, you you know things about uh, Latino, Latinos and, and chicklets. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, I never heard of that before. That was I believe yeah. no one knew. It. I mean, people on the West Coast, I guess, know about the chicklets, but not yeah, New I'm excited. Write that one down. Live, you guys live in North Carolina, right? yeah, yep, Charlotte. Charlotte. Yeah, That's right. Mm-hmm. And no one, no one in our. We have a diverse chat room full of racist people that. <laughs> uh they they guess the race uh for different articles that we review no one has ever connected mexicans and chitlets so well, uh I'm back and i help you out right, yeah that, yes i just want you to know that that like what you did is impressive because we've heard everything so yes <laughs> and I'm new to the table that's good to hear yeah yes well thank you imani thank um, you sweetie. we really enjoyed you everybody we go follow did. her on twitter she's at angry black lady um she she's has a, a website follow angry black lady and um yeah and she's not really that angry I, i'm not trying to fuck up a brand but don't don't be scared to follow her guys she's actually uh quite enjoyable and very entertaining yes she is thank you very much thank you all right bye 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 sweetie <laughs> oh man she is awesome she is so i didn't get to ask what she married so we'll ask her that next time next time uh the way she answered that damn question about the first amendment i was like i propose <laughs> Please. we do thank you so much come live with us that, not you we do i just need i just need i just need you to defend us god no right these dumb asses on twitter first amendment right it's the first amendment all right man so um we have other things to talk about man we got a couple random thoughts but i guess it would help if we talked about the people who pay us to be here our sponsors mm-hmm. yes that would uh that would be a smart thing to do at this point. Yes. Um, this, <laughs> this show is double sponsored, actually. Um, is sponsored by the lovely Shadow Dial Productions. That's right. Dexter. Uh, the man. Sexy Dex. The myth. The legend. At Shadow Dog Proud on Twitter. This podcast is sponsored by Shadow Dog Productions Halloween sale. Ooh. <laughs> that's supposed to be spooky. I guess. I, that's what Scooby-Doo does. Um, from now until Halloween, you get a 20% discount. That is a fifth off, y'all. If you spend $10 or more, so that means when you spend $10, it's like only spending 8 So this is the perfect time to pick up a DVD, a digital download movie, or a bunch of audio plays. There's no codes to screw around with. Your discount is applied automatically if you spend more than $10. That also means the more you spend, the more money you save. Mm-hmm. Now, I suggest, you know, that our fans that have been waiting this long and somehow do not have the faith uh, or don't believe in us when we tell them that it's funny, 
they should go to shadowdogproductions.com slash tbgwt dot html which is our page at shadow dog productions and it's all the comedy uh audio plays that we've done when we work with dexter and i think you'll find it quite enjoyable it's, yes you will especially if you like to hear karen curse me out <laughs> yes yes drop the yeah that's uh, everybody that has heard it has hit me a lot of people hit me up on twitter and they was like bravo bravo if, if that is what you're interested in seeing me get cursed out uh there's no reason that you should not have already listened to this audio play but shadowdollproductions.com um slash uh tbgwt.html or just shadowdollproductions.com guys you can go ahead and get get right we appreciate that man um now speaking of jilling off oh um we also have uh a sexy sponsor. No offense to Dexter. They're a little bit more sexier than you. I'm sorry to inform you, Dexter. They got toys. You didn't, you, you didn't come bearing gifts, sir. Uh, it's our people at uh, Adam and Eve, Karen. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Let me get right into it. <clears throat> Fellas and ladies, are you in to jilling off? Of course you are. Well, then make sure you go <laughs> and get yourself sexy. You can get Halloween costumes. You can get vibrators, dildos, toys. Mm-hmm. You don't have to go to any Japanese weird bar where you can mm-hmm. have, you know, conversations about clitorises. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Am I right? Up top. Up top. But you can go to adamandeve.com for a limited time only, which is like to the end of the year. But still, feel limited. Go your ass out there now. And get 50% off of just about any item in the store. Mm-hmm. Yes. Just about any item. 50% off. I'm talking about things that, like, come with, like, cords that you have to plug into the wall. Because it's the only way. Yeah, to get it started. Source. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm talking about things that, like, looks like an elliptical machine or something. I don't know. <laughs> what I'm saying is it can be half off. It can be yours. Yeah, you know, you've had your eye on that Super X Bunny 24. Exactly. Take care of yourself. Get the latest innovations from Japan. And, uh, you know, fellas, get whatever you need. No one has to know. Yeah, and you it get comes the real, discreetly. Yeah, you get the real things. They won't be blurred and pisca- and pisculated. Right. Pixelated. P- pixelated. Thank you. Pixelated. I was saying that. Up. Look, the, pack- the package comes discreetly, and then you can come discreetly, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> You are, but that's not all, Karen. Not unless you don't want to come discreetly. It's your choice. Yeah, that's not all, though. You also get three free adult DVDs, mm-hmm. a free toy mm-hmm. that is so sexy, I can't even tell you what it is, and <laughs> free shipping. Did I leave anything out? I don't think so. So, look, go to the uh, go to adamandeve.com, put in the code TBGWT. And you can go ahead and get sexy, man. Exercise your control over your vagina in America, as is your God-given right as a woman. Yep. That's right. I'm using feminism to hawk dildos. Whatever. Yep. Do Whatever. with your vagina as you want. But, uh, yeah, it's your choice. No one can tell you what to do. They sure can't. You know? What to put in it or take out of it. Uh, Pop Sun in the chat makes a good point. There's no butthole legislation, okay? So get up in that hole, too, <laughs> ah! before, you know, before Congress gets to that. 
Um, but yeah, yeah, that's probably next. Yeah, I'm sure that they're going to try to well, control they, that. Well, they, you know, if you're a gay man, they already on, trying to, you know, protest that one. That's a good point. Um, so yeah, make sure you guys go to adamandeve.com, use the code TBGWT, get 50% off of one item, get, uh, three free adult DVDs, slow motion white people having sex mm-hmm. and period pieces and, uh, costumes, and get a free, item that is so central i can't tell you what it is and free shipping yes sir do it i said do it all right karen i got random thoughts we didn't get to get to because we were doing the interview yes sir but uh i say fuck it now it's just us we can talk about whatever we want we can so um i was thinking about uh, i was listening to kendrick lamar the recipe mm-hmm. and uh it has dr dre on it mm-hmm. i like that song and uh, I got to tell people, man, Dr. Dre, I'm surprised more people don't say this, one of the best rappers of all time. Mm-hmm. Of all time. One of, like, he is the most versatile rapper I've ever seen in the game of rap. What? Yes. What rapper do you know that can sound just like whoever he's rapping with? No matter <laughs> how many times he, he, this man has sounded like Eminem, Jay-Z, Nas, Kendrick Lamar, Snoop Dogg, 50 Cent. This man sounds like everybody. What rapper you know that can, that has that kind of talent? That takes talent. That takes a lot of talent. Yes. Like whoever, and it's always whoever's on the track with them. You yeah. know, that, that, that man got talent, man, and nobody is recognizing it. Just every time, man, this dude has hung with the greatest in the game. He's a chameleon. He's rapped with Rakim and Jay-Z on the same track. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it, man. People need to give him props. They don't props. give his props. Um, I've also decided that uh, it's going to be pornography that gives computer sentience. Like, <laughs> Skynet, that shit is going to happen. And it's going to be like a virus that somebody downloads in a file from assoverload.com. And that's going to be the shit that, cause like computers getting smarter and smarter already with these viruses. Yes, and it feels are. like they keeping like, it's like, I, you know, the one that pops up on your screen, it's like, uh, you have 10 minutes to pay this money or you going to, the FBI is going to come get you and shit like that. Like, I'm like them niggas are going to come get me then. Right. They got to be finished them busting up by the time they get here. They got viruses now that won't even let you like log on to your computer. Like it immediately goes to the virus and shows you a picture of yourself, which nobody wants to jack off to a picture of themselves like jacking off. Like that's that's the ultimate payback. So I, I feel like you know th- that's what's gonna happen is like Skynet is in a virus somewhere, <laughs> just waiting to be awakened. Yeah, that's it, man. So Skynet in sleep mode. Yeah, I feel like you're going to unzip some shit, and then next thing you no, know, your toaster going to shut down. Yeah, your toaster going to get up and start walking and talking to you and shit. I better not. Um, so I was in a meeting. You know what your toaster going to say? It's going to be like, hey, I'm tired of you shoving toast in my face. <laughs> this is the last goddamn time. I'm tired of them burnt toast crumbs. I hate the taste of burnt toast. So um, I was in a business meeting uh, Friday, and... I don't, I, I'm sure this has happened to everybody that's ever been at work. You ever been in a meeting where, like, you could have left, but motherfuckers won't stop asking dumb questions or going on dumb rants? Mm-hmm. Like, our meeting was scheduled for 30 minutes. We were in a meeting for an hour and a half. I believe you. And this dude would not leave it the fuck alone, man. I was so mad. 
Mm-hmm. I was so mad. Like, uh, you know what? And it's fucked up when your boss is trying to end the meeting, but then that person won't shut the fuck up. So, like, the meeting keeps going. It's like, all right, well, looks like we've covered everything here. Uh, I guess we can go ahead and uh, get out of here if you guys want. Uh, anybody, uh, we covered everybody's issue? Well, hold up. Yeah, that, that, you know, <laughs> that's the motherfucker. Everybody just, you, even though people don't do it because you're aware, everybody won't go, Oh, nigga! That's how I was. You know, that's how, you know, you know, and and for me, what I do is, um, especially if we at the tables where the table's kind of high, I gotta start playing my phone and shit. I just zone you out. Well, I couldn't play with my phone. I was trying to be engaged and like our our boss was in there and shit. Um, so it it was like, I didn't know what to say. Yeah. I just was sitting there like, oh. Uh, This one time, oh, you can look across the room and see everybody roll their eyes and all that stuff. Cause like, uh, we're getting ready to have what the the benefits meetings, you know, how once a year they'll be like, oh, it's this time to do all your benefits shit, right? Mm -hmm. And I got trapped in one of them benefits meetings. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna go to the first one. Fuck that. I'm not going to the first one no more. That's That's when the question makers go. I I learned the hard way. You know, I was like, you know what? Mm-mm. You know when I'm going to go? Friday at 2, because half the department and half the people take Fridays off. So it's going to be three of us in there. So I, I can do that on a Friday at 2. Right. But I'm not going to be there at the 11 o'clock meeting at Monday morning because, you know, the other group be waiting outside. Like, you know how, how they do at class. Like, you know, right. went past the bell. The niggas waiting outside. Go, we are supposed to start at 1030. Why are they still in there? And everybody looking at you with the side eye, wanting to stab you, wanting to trip you when you walk out because. Because you, and you know, because you keep asking the same questions, and they keep telling you, "Well, you know, you can find everything on the internet." But I'm like, "Nigga, she told you you can find everything online." Right? They try to get the thing that was killing me in this meeting was more so than just the questions. He was like, I could feel like it was like a comedian about to do a bit where he was trying to find his rhythm to go on a good, get a good lather up to go on a rant. Oh. It's like, why are you rent? We, you are holding us hostage at this point. Mm-hmm. Cause you no don't want to get back to work. <laughs> it's Friday afternoon. I still have shit to do. I don't know what your workload looks like. I still have shit to do. Like at some point you got to walk away and just go, let me get back to work, man. I was, oh, I was so, or, or, or let me ask at a separate time where I can, well, I can tie their time up, but I'm not tying everybody's time up. Right. He's like, right. These, like, that's the other thing. He's like ultimate personal problems and shit. Yeah. It's like, so anybody have any more questions? Yes. Now, look, I don't know about everybody else. Okay. But sometimes my mouse gets stuck and my yeah. mouse won't move and I'm moving my mouse around. <laughs> I got to lift it up and I got to bang it, okay? Now, I'm not sure, but what are you guys planning to do about this problem that we're all having? And you're sitting up here like, well, no, no um, one's having this problem. Uh, yes, though. sir. Um, as we stated before in previous emails, uh, we have a website that you go to that you can send directly to IT. Um, you need to contact your manager or your supervisor to, you know, to let them know about it. Now, that's this. all good and well. And then the other thing they do is they do this thing where they they act like they don't want to go on a rant. Like, we. Like someone yeah. is begging them to go, like we're sitting around going like, please make a rant. Mm. We really want to know your issue. Like it's like it's like now I hate to get into this again. And you like, no nobody asked you to get into. <laughs> we actually, you hate to. We hate for your ass to get into it again too. Yeah, it's like all right, we all ready to go break. We can go out eat some cake or something. Now look, I hate to get into this right now because I know it is not the time. But you asked us to be honest, right? 
Well, no, I'm really gonna didn't. be honest. Like we no, really didn't know. No, no, no one asked no, you for that. We didn't ask for honesty. We we, we prefer lies and silence. Sir. <laughs> yes. So we lies so we get back to work. Send a personal email to this person. Yes. About this problem and shit. Yes. Like, and like they'll get into specific problems that like no, no one but, else can know because it'll be like, well, look, I have a problem with Troy Johnson over in the marketing department. I'll talk to Troy sometimes. <laughs> it's like dog. Email your boss. Yes. Email your boss. Why is this coming Go out? Go to right HR. Now? Why are we wasting time here? And the worst people in the meeting to me are the people that tell on themselves. Yes. Like they turn the meeting into a fucking investigation. Like they were just asking, like, uh-huh. how, how's your progress coming along with this thing? And it's like, uh, my, pro- my, pro- my progress, uh, see, uh, you know, um, sometimes I'll just be emailing my friends at work. You're like, what? How did they come out in the meeting? Like, just shut up, dog. You would like, just all you have to do is not come up with one thing you're working on and walk away. Just like, yeah, because next thing you're going to know, all everything going to be shut, blocked, and fucking locked down because you don't know how to keep your lips shut. Oh, man. I don't know. Like I said, maybe it's just my meetings and shit like that. But, God, dog, man, just move the fuck on. Nobody's worried about your issues, man. Um,. So, all right, I was listening to an Insanity Check podcast with uh, Chris and Kev, uh, two of my favorite motherfuckers in the world. Um, also part of the Spoiled Reviews podcast, coming back next Wednesday at 9.30. Keep that in mind. Um, so, I was listening to them, and they were talking about Kev went on a date with a girl. And I believe it was the first date. And on this date, he um, was like, I'm going to, um, you know, I want to save some money. I'm going to take you to a nice place to eat. But I need to use a Groupon. And apparently, uh, she got offended that he used a Groupon on the first date. And, uh, you know, I asked a couple people about it and stuff. Saw it, you know, wanted to see what, what he thought about. Like, is it wrong to use a Groupon on your first date, you know, with a chick, you know, and not, not to some extent, you know, people, you know, maybe you don't subscribe to gender roles and all this stuff or, you know, people want to, um, you know, take you out, you know, you ask someone out on a date or whatever. And, and, and in all fairness, I don't believe he asked this chick out on the date. I believe they had a mutual friend that thought they would be a good fit for each other. So it's like, why don't we all, why don't we go out on a date together? Because, you know, we're, um, you know, she, she was supposed to be some type of nerd, which I'm not sure if that's flattering or not. When you like hook me up with your nerdy friend, because you think I'm a nerd, uh, I'm not, you know, I guess in accuracy sake, that would be cool. But it's like, you like star Wars and she mentioned she went to a star Wars movie one time. Y'all should be hooked up. Um, yeah, that, that right there was some bullshit. Cause I think he said that she said that, uh, her friend was like an average video game player or something yeah. like that. And she played like Pokemon Gold, like Mario Brothers 3. <sighs> That's not an average video yeah, game she like, player. No. She, she watched Star Wars. She liked the first Star Wars. I mean, the, the second, the second, star- the second Star Wars trilogy. That's the Phantom Menace. Yeah. That shit. She was like, I can't remember the first. I was like, I'm not, I don't even consider myself a nerd, but I do know yeah. that Luke. Well, part of the problem I is. I am your father. Part of the problem is uh, way too many uh, women, hot chicks too, especially, claiming to be nerds. Yes, they are. That shit need to stop. Yes, it does. It is misleading to real nerds and yes. will lead to nothing but y'all niggas getting disappointed. Yep. And everybody's feelings being hurt. Like, I'm tired of being like, you know who else was a nerd? You, you want to know who else says that nerd? 
Uh, Kate Bakenstall says she's a nerd. You're like, no, she's not no fucking nerd. I'm not no she nerd. She ever been pushed down in the mud? Anybody ever took her books and shit? <laughs> no. How much lunch money did she get every day? Did she get to eat it with that lunch money? Does like, she know how to properly do fractions right. in the quantum theory I was a with cheerleader. a scientific calculator? I was a, I was a cheerleader and homecoming queen, but I'm also a nerd. No, the fuck mm-hmm. you aren't. You're not a fucking nerd. Like you like you, you you it's like and it's like everything means you're a nerd now. I went to a movie theater once. I'm a nerd. Like no the fuck you aren't. <laughs> Stop trying to fit in so hard with the nerds. You're not a fucking nerd. But um yeah, so so that could be part of the problem. Um and I guess at the date, you know, Kevin's a short guy and mm-hmm. uh she was like height conscious. She wanted to take off her heels cuz he's shorter than her. And it was like, I can't be looking taller than you in these heels, so I don't want to go out looking like that. So, you know, it was issues there, too, where, um, you know, so that put him off on a bad, you know, bad thing or whatever, right? But, you know, and this is where I guess maybe this will be the poll for the show, because I think I got to disagree with everybody here and say, I think pulling out a Groupon on the first date is tacky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it is a little tacky, dog. I think if I uh, go out on a date with you, I should pay for the meal. And pulling out that group hunt is kind of... Because like, even if you are dissatisfied with the date, it's not like he knew she was going to be height conscious and a fake nerd before the date. He was planning on using that group hunt the whole time. So like, you keep, like, even though it did turn out to be like the the move to do, it does seem like some tacky shit, dog. Like, let me just get half off on your steak. Like, it just, I don't know. Like, it seemed like something you would do as a couple or, like, after you've been out for a few times or, like, you hey, know. Yeah, like I said, we have to disagree here. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Like, a group on date seems like something you do with your wife like hey you know let's make a whole groupon thing like am, am I, first date am, uh, am, i think am, it's sketchy I, I i my thing is i don't you ain't paying for shit who like, the woman yes it's, it's like he taking her out to dinner he's paying for it's he put like this it's not like the groupon devalues the dinner it's not like the groupon ruins the dinner it's not like the food gonna be less than because it's a groupon mm. i don't know man something about paying for with the groupon dog like do you leave with the groupon like do you get to the restaurant and the waiter comes over you say i have a groupon i just want to make sure or do you wait till like it's time to pay for it and then you like try to fold it up and slide it into the bill before she can see i don't you know what and and and, and i guess i don't know i guess the way i view it is that if you don't want to get a coupon, you ought to say, okay, you pay for your meal, I pay for my meal. And just keep it like that. Don't don't pay for that oh. meal then. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you really going to get some pussy that way. <laughs> okay, Karen, we'll take your advice. In this, in this fictional world that Karen made up where all these understanding women can get along and just go, I, I, mean, I, I mean, understand, I mean, I'm it's not just a meal. I mean, my, th- my thing is that you're going to be so fucking picky about a coupon. pay for your own shit then. But it, I, I mean... It, I don't know, man. I just feel like it does matter. And as nice as I would like to say, uh, you know, everybody's supposed to be and, you know, all this gender equality and fairness. I feel like pulling out that Groupon is a definitely uh, what I like to call a panty dryer. That is a panty dryer. Uh, the the, uh, my- the 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 vagina is turning into a desert down there. Oh, no, and, no and woman maybe- sees a, no woman sees a Groupon and goes, I can't control myself. I'm just dripping. Hmm. 
Right. I, I, I don't know. I, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I guess in my mind, I'm thinking, you know, people use coupons all the time. So so let's say it had been another coupon, not a Groupon. It's just like, don't use coupons at all then? No, not not on the first date. I would not. I think it's I think it's kind of tacky. I think you would come off looking kind of whack. You what, why you think coupons make you look cheap? Um, first of all, it's funny because on like say subsequent dates and in a relationship, these are all good habits in my opinion. Like saving money, you know, doing what you can. Like these are good relationship building habits, but it feels like on the first date you're supposed to be trying to kind of Im- impress them or whatever, and. I think women like to pretend that it's cool. Like some, like I think those ultra cool. Like I'm, I'm so, I'm such a cool girl. You know what? We could just go to the bar and watch a game. And then you have to call it a date. I think like those girls like the lying shit. Like it's cool. But if a nigga really pulled out that Groupon in real life, they are going to have a problem. They're going to be like, oh no, no pussy tonight. Not for you. You blew it just now. <laughs> possibly, possibly no second date. Like I just feel like that is the impression. The, the, the date that you do the impressing on that first date um or if not i would you know what i would do i would um there's two things i do there's two ways i would do it number one i would either tell her before we even went out like listen i don't mind going out with you you know my friend said blah 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 that's cool um but i i would actually throw it out there like i actually have a groupon for a blank restaurant um would you mind going out on that date or you know you have a problem with that i would throw it out so that it's not a surprise because i feel like the worst thing you can do is surprise at the end of the date with uh can you uh take care of that for me well i don't know but i don't know maybe i look at it very very differently because if i'm not paying for nothing and the quality of the meal don't change the quality of the service don't change i'm eating the same goddamn food ain't got no groupon food back there it's all the same see i would just start with the groupon is what i'm saying I tell her that because up front, okay. You're in a relationship. Okay. I don't even know if do you still have a dating mentality. <laughs> I guess I don't. I'm like, sorry. when's the last time? You know, what I mean, like, when's the last time either of us have been on a date date? You know what I mean? Because I don't think you understand these women. Like, are you My talking? Bad. Are you talking to any women? What women do you know that? What women do you know <laughs> that have ever started a conversation with? uh yeah, girl, we went out. Where'd y'all go? Oh, Shay White, it was so nice. We had a good time. And, uh, you know, he paid for the whole thing with a Groupon. It was really cool of him to, nobody starts with that. <laughs> that shit will never come up in a hundred out of a hundred conversations well, between t- talking about a first date. It will never come up that that motherfucker use a discount to take you on a date. It just won't. Well, well, I, I don't know. I, I'm sorry. I guess I'm different. I'm like, shit, say, like I said, I, I, I don't you, know. You I have dated in a long time and I'm very different. Like I said, I, the quarter of the food don't change. The quarter, fuck, I'm eating. I am eating a meal with you, or without that coupon. You are very different, Karen. We didn't have a wedding. No. Right. <laughs> right. Now let's name all the women you know that are cool with that. I'll wait. True. Yeah. yeah. I'll wait. Yeah, more, right. yeah I'm, I'm like i said for me who cool goop- going to the justice of peace the coupon don't bother me i am shit save money right i don't know it probably man. more more expensive for us to get divorced than it did for us to get married ain't no yeah it's it's like oh like 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 people want to act up in arms it is like two percent of women and that yeah, are cool yeah. with this shit and y'all yeah. like it's like i don't see what's wrong with that yeah yes you do and that, you know and, yeah, and, even and, if you don't agree and you I understand that people don't operate this way 
And and to and to an extent, I I do understand um, that because you have to think from a lot of single women in their mind, they're like, oh, you're being cheap. I f- I feel like you don't want to spend any money on me, you know, uh, and things like that. Yeah, but certain- also, mm-hmm. go ahead. But also, I think uh, it goes to the form of people just automatically passing judgment because you pulled a coupon out on the first day. You the first they cheap. The first you day they're not gonna spend the money on you. The, I mean, fir- the first date is all about judgment. That's what it is. We can try to bullshit around that if you want to. You are judging each other. It is a application. It is an interview. True. That is exactly what it is. And if you wouldn't go to your interview and be like, eh, got this suit half off at K&G. You wouldn't do it. You would not do it. This is, it'll never like, that's kind of how it is. Like, uh, your first date that, you know what? Um, you know, ladies are out there like, oh, you know, um, I'm a cool chick. I wouldn't do that. I would not even be such and such. Okay. Uh, how many of y'all go to first dates in jogging pants? Right. Right. Because, because it, it does, shit does matter. It doesn't matter how you are the other 364 days a year where you're really cool and you would use a Groupon and all this shit. But in general, you're not going in the room, Chris, with some fucking sweatpants on because you know it's a first date and you're making an impression. And part of paying for the meal is part of the impression, I believe. You know what else is part of the impression? Tipping. Yes, you cheap motherfuckers. Yeah, you should also tip, and if it's a Groupon, you need to tip on the amount before you put did the Groupon. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. This shit is all in fucking interview. So I don't like. I'm not crazy. I know no, I'm, I'm not, not saying you. I just don't agree with you. I, fuck, I like I said because I personally don't give a fuck about a Groupon. I'm talking about life, not Karen. I'm talking about everybody. I feel like the majority of people are on some. Hmm, use a Groupon, huh? Like who's? Like, I've never even heard this as like a as a guy. I have never had a conversation with other men where it's like, you know what my move is, right? You get that girl to Dale Frisco's, right? Now they got this Groupon. You can get two for one meal. No, I don't know any dude <laughs> that is their move. Like nobody does this as as far as like this is the move. Like it is. Put it like this: it is understandable that she would be like, well, that was tacky. Because it was. It fucking was, man. I don't know. Like, I'm not even mad at Kev. I'm just saying this shit was tacky. It looked bad, dog. Are we going to pretend like this ain't America no more? God damn. It's 2012. We have not gone that far where you could just be like, you should like me for the character of myself. I don't understand what the whole problem is right here. See, I <laughs> see past money. And the problem is that you, like, no, you don't, nigga. Oh. Like I said, if she would have shown up rocking some sweatpants and shit, I get it. Then you use a Groupon. You're like, we already passed the introduction. Ah! You know, but then my other theory was this, because I said I had two points. My mm-hmm. second theory is this. This is, you know, I'm not, you know, obviously I'm not planning on dating ever again in my life and stuff like that. But this is how mm-hmm. I would do it if I was going to do it. Um, I would take, I would just like hang out with a chick. And I'd be like, oh, if you want to go eat, we can eat, you know, no pressure. Uh, and then I'd be like, you know, uh, let's go meet at this place and we just hang out and kick it. It's not really in a date or anything. I just want to, you know, chill, shoot the shit. Uh, then I'll just use my Groupon to pay for it, you know, do this three or four times. And then like on the like fifth time, I'd be like, uh, yeah, we um, we've been dating. Like those are all dates. And it's too late to leave because you are emotionally invested in this now. <laughs> you, 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 I'm your not, friend not, at least. Not, not that you've been feeding them, keeping the bed full. None, yeah. none, none, none of that. Right? I'm your friend minimum at this point. 
Like we are at least friends. <laughs> and we have made it to four times going out together and hanging out. And then she'll never come back and think, Oh, he used a Groupon on our first date. What she'll be thinking is, Oh, we're good friends. And then he turned his friendship into a relationship. I'm smart, nigga. Mm. Use that fellas. Use that. You're welcome. Church. Um, so also, uh, we watched the BET Hip Hop Awards the other day. Yes, we did. Um, I was going to do this whole long thing about all the shit I tweeted about, but I might not do that now. Um, but um, I, uh, the next day, you know, I, I was looking at the ciphers. You know, that was my favorite part of the BET Hip Hop Awards. It's always the ciphers. They always had these rap, bat- like these rappers all rap after each other and stuff. And I, and I always get hyped. Like, to me, a cipher is better than a rap battle. True, because at least it's not five hours long. Right. Especially, yeah, now what battles have gotten into, like, yeah, I'm not a, I'm not a fan of these, the, the way rappers battle now. It's like, yeah, nigga, I did a DNA test on your daughter. That baby ain't even really yours. Yeah. And I checked your credit history. It's um, like, God damn. You know what? And, and I like the ciphers. You know what? Every year the BET Hip Hop Awards come on, I learn new things. I learn what artists look like because I don't know what the fuck they look like because I don't watch videos. Right. I learned that I'm old and I don't know who the fuck had these people are. Right. Um, and I'm, you know what? I'm cool with that. Um, I know that future is bad and I won't have no future in my future. <laughs> I learned that uh, uh, DMX, nobody told the DMX that he'd be doing it for 20 years. Nobody told him that dogs in real life do- don't live to be 20 years old in human years. That's old. That's ancient. And um, nobody told Kendrick Lamar that he was playing cards with his shirts. He went from <laughs> playing hearts to playing spades. He was. He did go out there in every uh, in uh, every color for games. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but okay, so all right, I, I looked up my tweets. Let's talk about them. Uh, but what I was gonna say is, I came on Twitter the next day. And I was like, man, I would love to find those hip hop ciphers in MP3 form so I can listen to them on my phone. And does anybody know? Like, does anybody have a link to them or know a website that has the MP3s? And I got 27 people that said, you can rip them off of YouTube if you play the video or you download some kind of ripping program. And I was like, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. That's not the question mm-hmm. I asked. Mm-hmm. Like, what happened to just answering my question or just going, I don't know that and not saying anything? Yes or no? Not, these are the steps you can take. I know the steps. I'm trying to be lazy on purpose. Now I got to do all the work? Come on, man. It's no help. Mm-mm. Oh, and also, I got scared when I seen Mystical. I didn't know he was going to be on there. I was frightened. I was like, oh, shit, should I hide? Yeah, people said his cypher verses was good, but all I could think about was him raping people. Right, that's the whole thing I thought about. I was like, ooh, should I cover my mouth? I don't, don't want to get raped cover my ears by his words. All right, so they had a cypher that had B.O.B. in it and T.I. and a couple other people. And I like B.O.B., but he don't be rapping like that when it's not a cypher. Like, that's my problem. Like, I heard his album. Nigga, where are those bars at? I don't want to hear all this shit of all this cartoony ass, corny ass, Dwight Howard of rap bullshit that you keep putting on these albums. You don't get the fucking spin some bars. I think I heard like one of his albums and I was like, what the fuck is this? And I haven't listened to one since. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I saw Meek Mills. Apparently he robbed uh, Mr. T on his way to the show. Oh my uh, God. He had more gold ropes than like uh, Latifah. Yes, he did. Yeah. Like, that I was like, come on, dog. That's it's like remember the rapper Yo Yo. 
yes yeah. his, his, his chains look like her gold ass weave hair with them braids in it that's how much gold he had on his neck it was and them shits couldn't have been real man because because of that real what 24 karat gold his ass been laying on the ground it should have been heavy and i was introduced to a, a rapper named kirko bangs <laughs> kirko bangs that was his name a play on the kurt cobain i assume who killed himself with a gun that i'm assuming went bang so that's the most disrespectful <laughs> name in all of hip-hop yes it is like good grief like what was his other name choices uh marvin gaze daddy gun uh hendrix needle elvis pills <laughs> like <laughs> like what the fuck man like it was uh that 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 dude was disrespectful but he was kind of like a uh Less pussy whip Drake, so I might listen to him later. Because <laughs> uh, I, I used to think Drake was good um, before he did all that goddamn singing. Uh, Kendrick Lamar won lyricist of the year. Mm-hmm. That was cool. Uh, RZA came out and promoted his album seventeen thousand times in the ten seconds he was on there. Yes, he did. So, and then they showed the trailer for it. It's like, really, Russell Crowe? Do you owe the IRS money? <sighs> like, why are you in this movie? Ain't that the truth? And who was the one that won like the Lifetime Achievement Award? Um, Rakim. Rakim. Why did Rakim? Why was Rakim's speech so long? I thought he was giving an Academy Awards speech. I was looking for them to play the wrap up music. Rakim. Well, I'll get to that. I'll, that's uh, that's later on. Um, I saw a commercial for Common selling phone cases. The keep up with the styles. I was like, remember when this nigga shopped exclusively at thrift stores and Erica Badu's vagina? Like what happened? What happened? This nigga all the way back now. He wearing suits and shit. Um, oh, I, I saw. Uh, apparently, BET is gonna be airing a new show called Soul Man. It's about uh, my man um, Cedric the Entertainer as a preacher. Yes, yeah, probably a new version of Amen. Yep, that's what I was gonna say. Liked it better when it was Amen. Um, there was also a rapper called Purdy Boy. P U R D I Boy. Like these new niggas, man. Purdy. Yeah. Like playing on the word pretty. Yeah. Oh. They had a cipher that had like uh, Mac Miller in it and like a couple other people. And it, I swear, like some dudes on TDE, um, it felt like them niggas all had 3.6 GPAs. <laughs> like, I would definitely let them wash my car for, you know, for like $20 so they could all go get a pizza or something. But it just seemed so nice. And uh, Mac Miller seemed like the nicest white boy of all time. I know, right? Like, that's after that cypher, they went and did community service voluntarily. You know they did. And then Mystical started rapping in the cypher. I was like, get away from him, kids. Run, little girls, run. Uh, Kendrick Lamar came out performed by himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, his breath control was perfect. Just, I mean, that dude is like, if I could build a rapper from the ground up, I, I would make Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. Like his breath control is like Michael Phelps like. Like dude can just flow. He didn't come out there with a hype man or background mm-hmm. vocals. Just spit and you know he's did, did it wouldn't did it wouldn't popping in them gold tubes, none of that. Yeah. Like good grief, man. So uh they also had a rapper that was in the <laughs> cipher. He was from Ghana apparently and he mm-hmm. rapped in like some type of African language. And uh I feel like he made that shit up. He's just like a nigga from Brooklyn. Do we know what out of the subtitle? Yeah, yeah, uh, it had a, it, it didn't even, I don't even think it had subtitles, it was just making shit up. Yeah, so. I was like, what's that? Then they had several, uh, rappers from over in, um, from London, England, in that yeah. area. Mm-hmm. 
and some of them with their accents, some back, and I guess because some of their accents is very thick. Then some, now some of the ones that rap slow, I can understand, but some of the ones that rap faster, no. And I also I like the uh, with the West Coast ones. That one was hilarious because all them niggas look like pimps. Yeah, we'll get to that too. Uh, and I did think that um, I did think that um, that they did pretty good as as far as the um. English rappers, because I watched Attack the Block, so I understood what they was talking about. Oh, okay. Um, Absol was out there wearing shades. Uh, uh, he had a fro and a hat on, and I think it's because he's trying to hide his identity from the government. Because <laughs> that nigga is, if you listen to that that control system, it's all paranoid ass uh, weed smoking rap. <laughs> oh, and Talib Kweli got away with like throwing some BET slander. Yes, he did in his fucking rap. He's like, they they want me on this cipher, but they won't play me though. Like, what? Yes, the balls on this dude. Um, Two Chains came out and performed doing his spastic ass dancing. <laughs> what the hell did he pop out of at the beginning? I don't know, man. That dude, I I. I feel like everybody in the room went crazy for two chains. My entire timeline on Twitter just like went, oh, two chains, two, two chains. chains. And I realized that two chains is the white running back of rap. Yeah. Like everybody want to see him make it just because he like, it's like, yeah, good for you, buddy. Yes. I hope yes. you make it. We're um, going to cheer you on. They showed the trailer for, um, uh, Django, mm -hmm. uh, Unchained. Mm-hmm. And Carrie Washington's in it, looking good. And I just wonder how she gonna fuck a white man in that, because that's what she do in all her movies, y'all. <laughs> I'm like, how they gonna turn this into her fucking some white dude? Um, Childish Gambino got in there. And the funny part about when you talk about Childish Gambino, me and Roger, was, we were sitting, it was ironic, we were sitting there. And I was like, baby, I was like, I ain't never seen Childish Gambino on any of this. And Roger was like, yeah. He was like, because uh, they for major labels and all that stuff. We had talked about like three minutes before it came up. We were yeah. just sitting there having a conversation. I got kind of sad. I was like, oh, I guess I'm going to see Childish this year. Well, it's because it, he's on an independent label. But also, I think that's why he did royalty. Is because you kind of got to respect him and you have to understand that he's appeared to these dudes now. And, you know, he's making a hundred K a show. Like, no offense, but Kend Kendrick was bragging about making 15 K a show on one of his, or, or was it, uh, Absol on one of his songs? It's like, that's a mover and shaker, dog. You need to get him on your shit. hundred K? Come on, dog. Yeah. So I, that's another reason I want the Cypress because he was, you know, he still did him. Like, he wasn't out there like, um, fucking around, you know, so he was, it was great, man. Yeah, and on top of that, I wouldn't mind going to a Childish Gambino show. All jokes aside, I know I'd be safe. I'd be around a bunch of white people and we'd be in there having a good time and I'd be safe. Yeah, T.I. rapped and I didn't know nothing to words because I didn't listen to his last album. Uh, I was like, damn, this nigga is rapping, but it didn't sound like that when I heard that album. No, it didn't sound nothing like that, And sir. then my favorite part of T.I. rapping was mystical looking at him. Longingly in his eyes, like he made it out of prison. Maybe I can come back too. Uh, as long as you keep your hands and your penis to yourself, you might be straight, sir. <laughs> um, Rick Ross came out was was about to perform. He have a shirt on, and uh, everybody was picking on him, man, calling him fat, talking about put a shirt on. And I was like, y'all laugh. 
think about how much money rick ross saves only shopping for pants true true Mm -hmm. true and now who's the dumb one america and and what they fail to realize it is uh breast awareness month he's just letting everybody know take care of your breasts snoop dogg had his uh cypher with the west coast people and uh i I think uh my man dragonfly jones wrote his verse (laughs) yes yeah i think so too snoop just took credit for it um corrupt still be rapping with that lean man i was i was vibing off of that for a long time and then e40 man i realized that i just respect him for sticking around because that nigga is whack to me uh, mm-hmm. i feel like he trolls the art of rap but he stuck around <laughs> so long I, how can you not respect this man yeah and, and and a lot of them had the most relaxed hair it was all relaxed and yeah. curled up dj quick you, was there and yeah shit. you can you can tell that was that was west coast yeah so yeah that was cool and uh machine gun kelly got to perform on stage got lowered from the ceiling and oh uh, that's the name of the dude i was looking like why is why is, why is we dropping like this I it's a good it, these are good role models for young white people man i, I appreciate him and mac miller i man. guess so um and then like some i forget the other dude that performed but um that dude was so whack, man. He was like wearing his mom's bathrobe or some shit. Like, <laughs> get that whack oh, ass nigga's name. Wearing his his grandma's uh, sheets. Yeah, one of them old, uh, one of them old New York niggas. Um, I kept seeing previews for apparently Tyler Perry's gonna be in an action movie called Alex Cross. Yeah, I won't be going to see that. I feel like he might win an Oscar for that. He might. Because in the trailer, I almost believe that he's straight. I was like, oh, man, you know, I think that he might not. Well, does he might be into women. And then the other thing is, I feel like the movie's still going to get ruined. Because at the end, you know, Medea's going to show up with a gun. and Medea you know, better not show up. Saving the day. This movie has nothing to do with Medea. Medea sees this day out of this one. Don't nobody shoot my Alex Cross. It's about to get popping up in here. Because I'm going to cross you. You cross me. <laughs> Oh, and DMX freestyled at this cypher. I just thought that was funny because it's DMX. Yeah. Uh, I say start crying. Karen, you kept asking me about some bald-headed chick in yeah. the audience. Mm-hmm. Like, who is that? Who is that? Like, I would know because it wasn't Amber <laughs> Rose. I only know one bald-headed chick. Which, That's all I know, I know it's too. So, it's so funny how fashion is where, like, people are so willing to become followers. Like, Amber Rose is fine and shaved off her head and then, like, all these dudes showed up at the BET Awards with like, I got two bald head bitches. Look, nigga. I got <laughs> all of them. None of them got no hair. Gotta catch them all. Like, come on, dog. <laughs> Let them women be themselves. Like, stop trying to imitate everybody else. Um, but yeah, uh, I told her it was Lauren Hill and that the IRS had repossessed her hair. Yes, you did. And a lot of people did not think that was funny. I thought it was hilarious. Um, Rakim got up there, gave that speech about book reports. And uh, yes, he did. what really hurt me during that speech is he shouted out DJ Red Alert, who looked like uh, Red Fox. He was so old. And I was like, God damn, I'm old. I used to think Red Alert was cool. Now this nigga looking like he got a son that wears two tight jackets and a friend named Grady. So, yeah, man. Uh, and then it was people. I was like, you know, um. I hope y'all know that uh, Rakim actually works in an accounting firm in Orlando as a full-time manager now. Wow. Mm-hmm. And I ain't rapping no more. You that old, Karen. Yeah, yeah, you can't rap forever. 
Rick Ross. Jay, put like this. I think Jay Z is gonna be the only man that's gonna be rapping till he dies. Everybody, I don't think nobody else is gonna make it. Nope, nobody else is gonna rap till they die. Mm-mm. Uh, Rick Ross was looking like a seal out there with no shirt on and a mink coat. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, I I, re- I really think that Rick Ross woke up one day, looked at all his shirts. It was like, fuck it. He threw them all in the trash can, and he looked. He said, they're going to love these fat-ass rolls. Yeah, he had me hyped, dog. I was like, fuck shirts, nigga. Fuck them. <laughs> yeah, I know. I want to take, a sh- what a take shirt mine ever, off. <laughs> what has a shirt ever done for you? Nothing. Oh, Amarion got out there. And that like dance. Like, Eddie Kane. <laughs> like, he had just got off that crack and was in that church at the end of Five Heartbeats. Oh, he came and out of nowhere. He hit some of the best cooning I've ever seen on stage. Oh, uh, my God. Go to the blackouttips.tumblr.com and you can see it. Uh, it's a gif. I've never seen anyone do this many dance moves in such a short period, period of time. time. Like, that nigga did a Kamehameha and everything. <laughs> I was like, oh, just amazing, dude. Um, oh, Morris Chestnut apparently is hosting some show about black people being innocent but locked up in prison anyway yeah and uh i say he need to stop bullshitting and be a father to little bow wow like he promised <laughs> in the movie Mm-hmm. you see your son out here getting embarrassed by kobe be a father <laughs> take care of your son yeah you adopted him didn't you <laughs> oh and then they did a great tribute to chris lighty and mm-hmm. uh, trial called quest is there like everybody from Violet yeah i like there. that and the only thing that was sad about that to me is like, why does a nigga have to die for everybody to really like get back together? You yes. know what I mean? And I don't mean that's why Tribe got together. Mm-hmm. I understand they were torn ever since the Rappaport, uh, you know, uh, movie, um, the, the, uh, documentary they did, but it's just kind of a bittersweet where it's like all this great music that this dude had a hand in, but at the same time didn't feel like he could reach out to anybody you know and and really find anything there so it's just sad yeah and and the thing and the thing about it is that that was one of the uh best uh tributes and I, i'm assuming because it's the hip-hop award that they actually give gave anybody for me personally on bet because a lot of times they they normally are silly and they whack and shit like that but this this one was good i i was actually rocking the whole time so y'all remember this i remember that i remember that i remember that Yes, yeah, I had myself a good time. I also saw a preview for the video game Assassin's Creed 3. And uh, yeah, dog, I'm going to be freeing some slaves. I'm going to be freeing the fuck out of slaves, killing white plantation owners. That's what it looked like the movie's all I mean, that the movie's video game's all about, ain't it? It looks like it. It's like you're a half Indian dude that go around killing white killing people. Killing the red coats. People that look like they own slaves. <laughs> it does. And I, I heard George Washington is the bad guy in the game. Uh-oh. Yeah. Ooh, I'm surprised. Ooh, people ain't protesting and making the forefathers look bad. I'm in. I am in. Does it does it burn does it, the Declaration of Independence, too? It's the founding fathers, not the forefathers. Oh, my yes. bad. <laughs> I'm in. I'm going to be freeing slaves like Harry Tubman. Watch. <laughs> Get all the achievements in that shit. Change my name to Nat Turner online. <laughs> anyway, man, I, I enjoyed the awards, man. Um... All right, let's do some articles. I know that's what everybody's here for, man. They just want to guess the race of motherfuckers. Yep. Because y'all racist. And I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Angry black lady was right. All right, man. So <laughs> y'all know how the game goes. Play it in the chat room. Play it with the guests sometimes. But basically, 
the chat room will be playing today i play an article read an article and you guys try to guess the race of the person involved very easy straight to the point so with no further delay here's our first article of the day New video tonight of an insect-eating contest at an exotic animal store in Deerfield Beach. And the man wearing the headband there later died. On the menu here, cockroaches and worms. But after the contest was over, that man couldn't hold the insects down, vomiting and collapsing in front of the store. Local Times' Janine Stanwood joins us live from Deerfield Beach with our top story. Wait a minute. Deerfield Beach? Is that, pray tell... Florida? That's a very good question, is it? Deerfield Beach, Florida. Hmm. Oh, it is Florida? Can't be surprised. Can't be surprised. Kevin Lori, these bug eating contests are not unusual, but doctors say dying afterwards is unusual. It happened on I, I like that sentence. Dying afterwards, that is different. Mm, yeah, folks don't normally die after they give. <laughs> Isn't dying after is almost everything unusual? Yes, it is. Right? Going to the movies is not unusual, but dying afterwards, pretty unusual. Yes, it is. Friday, over here at, uh, at Ben Siegel's Reptiles here in Deerfield Beach, that contest was actually streaming live online. On your That's Eddie Archbold in the yellow shirt and headband. What he's eating? Cockroaches and worms. Competitive critter crunching, like this guy at a similar event. Wow, that dude. Competitive critter crunching. Yeah, good. First of all, that dude is gobbling cocks like it's nobody's business. He's a cock gobbler. Good grief. Oh, I'm glad he is, because I ain't. You can have all the cocks you want. Not even Hitomi Tanaka could handle that many cocks at once. Mm-mm, that's a lot of cocks in your mouth. Oh, it's huge. Friday's contest at Ben Siegel's Reptiles in Deerfield Beach goes like this. Eat as many bugs as you can and win a pricey python. Detectives say Eddie chomps on... For a python? For a snake? Right. Put like this. If I'm going to have that many cocks in my mouth, you're going to have to give me more than a fucking snake. Unless I'm winning Hulk Hogan's arms, those are the only pythons that I respect. Mm-hmm. You got to pay lip. You got to give me some money. Does now, it? in this case, I would not take Groupon. Right. Because you you're a classy lady with standards, Karen. Uh, yeah, that's right. Well, if you go, put like this. If I'm going to have a cock in my mouth, no coupons. You you wouldn't get cock in your mouth. That's for the contest. And then the, the guy gets. Okay, you've messed up this analogy. <laughs> it was working. You, you was working it for a second. And then you lost you lost the footing somewhere back there. My bad. It's all right. It's all right. Of roaches and slithering worms and then get sick. Really sick. He's rushed to the hospital where he died. That's insanity. I mean, you're talking about a cockroach. My daughter was here with my mom. They came home with a new turtle. So, And they were there, and my daughter wanted to eat the cockroaches. Thank God she didn't. It was a shock. Uh, Your daughter wanted to eat the cockroaches. First of all, kids eat, especially smaller children, they eat every damn thing. What does it take to be a, not a participant, but a person that, you know, takes time out of their busy schedule to watch a cockroach contest. Mm, not me. Well, you're gonna watch some, come on, take my little daughter Shit. out to watch these men eat bugs. Nah, I see. Nah, That's I, a good role model. If you say so. That's what your daughter needs to learn. Goblin cocks. She needs to stay, learn how to stay away from cocks. Mm-hmm. Eddie was a very nice guy. We just met him that night, but everyone that works here was... 
very fond of him. He was outgoing. He was the life of the party, and he really made our made our night more fun. And he was also the death of the party. Oh, up top. <laughs> The owner tells us contestants have to sign a waiver saying they're not drunk and haven't taken drugs and don't have allergies to shellfish, which carry similar allergens as roaches. Oh. The medical examiner still has tests to run. Doctors tell Local 10 roaches and worms are mostly protein. They're not toxic and aren't known to harm people if they're eaten. It's not clear yet what killed Eddie. We're still waiting to find out exactly what happened. Uh, we know Eddie passed away. Very, very sad. He was a very nice guy. Damn, you think on his, uh, when he when he was passing out, they was like, Eddie, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay, Eddie? Eddie, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay, Eddie? <laughs> he was eating all the cockroaches. He was dying. He was convulsing. <laughs> Eddie's sister actually just sent us this photo. She tells us that the family is devastating. Yes, he may have been the life of the party. Oh man, what is that obituary gonna look like? Right, like oh, my that might be worse than being a dead dude, being a sister to the dead dude. Like, oh my, gonna need Monday off. My brother passed away. Oh no, that is terrible. Are you okay? I mean, there's, what what happened? He was so young. He was gobbling cocks, and uh, <laughs> he just had so many cocks that he just got sick. He just, it was just one too many. He, some he type of poisoning. Uh, so many cocks went down his mouth, just all in his throat. Ah. He had to go to the hospital to get his stomach pumped. He couldn't swallow them all. From all the cocks. And uh, just uh, it's just sad to see a young man go like that. Yes, it is. It was streaming live online. Uh, <laughs> You know, the whole family is just good. Just we were there rooting him on the whole time he was yeah. going at the cocks. <laughs> we seen him one cock at a time. <laughs> you got to take life one cock at a time is what I always tell people. And they just won't believe me. But she says he was also very thoughtful and very quiet and very private. They are now planning his funeral. Calvin Laurie, the medical examiner, is investigating, as is BSO. But they say it could be several weeks before we know the cause of Eddie's death. And Janine, how common are these? Sounds like he's been struck by a smooth criminal. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows how he died. <laughs> oh, Eddie. Contest. They're quite common, actually. If you go online, you'll find them all over the place. And as we mentioned, doctors actually say they've never heard of anybody dying from ingesting these cockroaches or worms. They are not toxic. They're mostly protein. And it's not clear if Eddie had any kind of medical condition. And that's may have been, that may have been what hurt him. Well, uh, look, I say everybody go on Craigslist and put in uh, goblin cocks and worms and see what you find. I'm mm-hmm. sure you'll find many, many contests all over the world. Yes, you will. Mm-hmm. And yeah, more, more cocks than you ever wanted. All right, let's check the chat room for guess the race of uh, Eddie, the cock gobbler. One who smells like wet dogs and refers to roaches as water bugs. <laughs> Mountain climbing, skydiving, bungee jumping, white water rafting, peckerwood. A raw oyster, a raw oyster eater that calls roaches palmetto bugs, aka one who drinks milk straight from the cow udder, cracker with cheese. Jerry O'Connell in Joe's apartment, white. Ha! <laughs> oh, I remember that show. Uh, twenty-five twenty says Nick, did you? Canuck Duke says a cadaverous cracker ass cracker who tried to imitate Kurt Connors, aka the lizard. White says Cameron Booker, keeping it 
keep it a plane. And Mr. Span from Detroit, the war zone says hockey player with light cheese snack finger uh, snack before games. <laughs> yeah, he's a red wing. Uh, so yeah, um, those aren't roaches. They're palmetto bugs. White says Addie L L O L. Correct answer is white. white. No, no, no one got that. Um, no one got that wrong. I know. No. Sad. It's sad. That was when the, easy one. Sad when the racism is 100% right, isn't it? Yes. All right. Next, next, next story. A Roswell man is behind bars after putting up a long, hard fight against officers and a stop sign. Police were called to an intersection on Main Street after. Now that's sad. Of all the signs to try to fight. I mean, it's the one sign that's telling you to stop. Yeah. It, it, it's not it, putting it, up a fight. It's saying stop. It's the stop. one sign that has instructions on it. Stop. Just to stop yeah. what you're doing. Because it's about to ruin the image. In the- Go ahead. Go ahead. I can see if it's a yield because that is kind of insulting. Like yield to me, bitch. Yeah. I yeah, won. I, I don't mind kicking the yield sign down. Right. Yeah. Do you yield? No. Mm. But stop. That's like stop. Stop beating me. <laughs> I'm going to fight the sign anyway. Someone saw the man in what they call an altercation with the sign. Police say when they approached... What the fuck did that say? Alterca- what was it? What the hell did he do? He was sitting there in that stop sign, rolled up on that nigga. Don't, don't, <laughs> I said stop. What the fuck are you walking for? And just, 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 and just, you know, beat him upside the head or some shit. And he was like, oh, fuck you, nigga. And the stop sign was like, didn't I tell you to stop? Can't you read me? Right. So he does altercation with a stop, stop sign. sign. Yeah, the stop sign drop at the sky. I'm confused. Son of a bitch try to tell me what to do. Uh, yeah. I'll tell you who's going to stop. It ain't me. Over <laughs> 45-year-old Raymond Garcia, he became belligerent and ran from officers. Two officers tased Garcia, but say he continued kicking. When tased again, Garcia jumped up and broke off the taser leads from his stomach. Damn. He tried to use his baton. But Garcia got a hold of it and tried to use it against the officers. Whoa! Ah! Police say Garcia was pepper sprayed. Even that didn't stop him. He wiped it off his face and continued running, throwing the officer's baton at him. Damn! Usually, when somebody is he was like, "I I can't be stopped." That's what I told that sign, Ooh. and that's what I'm telling this taser, yes. and that's what I'm telling your billy stick, bitch. Yes. Who gonna stop, stop me? Don't mean stop to me, damn it! I stop when I fucking feel like it. Who gonna stop me, huh? What is his superpower? Escaping? <laughs> something tased their muscles contract and don't allow them to do anything and that's why you normally see them fall to the ground so this person uh, Garcia had to be on some sort of drug possibly that um, was not allowing his system to react normally Garcia did finally fall to the ground three officers then cuffed and arrested him although they suspect he was on drugs they did not find any on him Damn. Yeah, so uh guess the race. Um uh, Mr. Raymond Garcia, forty five years old. Uh let's see, we have a <laughs> uh taco jockey, Dirty Sanchez, Mexican not. He cannot stop, I'll tell you that much, Nick. Mm-hmm. Uh Mexican jumping bean essay who no hablo English. Okay, Christopher. Ha! Hey buddy. One who shits out hot sauce, says Popson. Oh. Mm. One who excels in landscaping duties. Border hopper. Took gold in fits jumping in the Olympics. Goddamn. <laughs> that is some good-ass Mitt Romney racism. Speedy Gonzalez relative. Well, that would be Slowpoke Gonzalez, and he would have it would have been caught long before that. Of course. Super Saiyan Churro Chopper and Nacho Libre's cousin, Burrito Libre. And the correct answer is... 
he was Latino. So everybody got that right. All right, here's another story. Guess the race. Now new at 6, another Northeast Ohio high school is in mourning. A Warrensville Heights junior has died after being in a fight with another teenage girl. And that girl is now in custody. News Channel 5's Stephanie Ramirez is working this story. And Stephanie, have we learned yet what caused this girl's death? Well, Lee, right now that is still under investigation, but police tell us or what we have learned from the Cuyahoga County Prosecutor's Office is that the other teenager involved has been charged with one count of murder and is now facing trial at a juvenile court. This all happened Wednesday at around 8 o'clock Wednesday night on Walford Road in Warrensville Heights. Police said two separate 911 calls were made that evening, one for a fight involving 16-year-old Shakira Dorsey and another for an ambulance. According to the police report, a witness said Dorsey had been punched repeatedly in the face during the fight. And afterwards, Dorsey's stepfather told police she started pacing back and forth and then collapsed. An ambulance rushed the 16-year-old to a hospital where she later died. These are the 911 tapes. At the end of my driveway, is some kids fighting, and it's adults there watching. It's adults, grown-ups, there watching them fight. She's on the ground. She's, she's breathing really hard. I, I, I can't explain it, ma'am. Dorsey was a junior at Warrensville High School. I'll have more from police and the community tonight at 11. Stephanie Ramirez, News Channel 5. Now, that's pretty sad, Karen. Mm-hmm. It's a sad story. Uh, we just know that her name was Shakira Dorsey, and people were watching the fight, adults watching them fight, and then the daughter died. Um, do you know why um, why they why they fought? Mm-mm. That was something stupid. Something stupid, you think? Mm-hmm. Okay. You must have heard of this show, The Black Guy Tips, before. Because the answer is over a fart. Did you say pass the gas? I said fart, ma'am. But yes, uh, it was Wait, over Did she a fart, fart in her face? Apparently, she was teased about um, f- her farting. And uh, she was not going to take it anymore. And... Um, yeah, so she, yeah, she ended up killing somebody. You mean tell me you can get 10 to 20 years or more over some fucking gas? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. That's... Apparently he was, their stepfather watched the altercation but did not tell officers about the fight. He watched! Mm-hmm. They said adults were watching. He was one of them, according to the report. Like I said, maybe that's me. I charge your ass watching them fight, and she ended up dying over some stupid shit like that. Yep. Turns out Shakira was making fun of the suspect passing gas, and then that person was getting picked on, killed her. And people talking about bullying. Y'all need to leave folks alone with the bullying bullshit now. Well, I say he who smelt it, you know. Uh, let's check the chat room, see what race they think these people are. Um, at uh, the fart people died. Ate too much Gouda and was not in the Muda for jokes. White. (laughs) (laughs) One who uploads videos and yells world star a thousand times, Mr. Span says. That's got to be black. World star hip hop loving moon crickets. That's got to be black. One who lights farts at a party, but just before a nutsack to the dome on sleeping party goers. (laughs) That's white all day. The sister of the nigga that shot someone over Kool-Aid, grape soda black. Uh, Phil said he can't even call it. Um, uh, 
whoever smelt it get dealt with black <laughs> says greg <laughs> we got nothing better to do niggle it says nick to chew black on black violence with black spectators who made side bets the correct answer is black it was black and late edition cameron says one who calls a great kool-aid great drink um but yeah that's that's crazy man um yes here's another guest story like what a dumbass reason to kill someone like one of you's going to prison forever and the other one's dead why because you picking on me for farting yep you know, play two families shit. destroyed i had to kill somebody and then the father the stepfather sitting there watching like mm, now they literally literally they should charge him for that for sitting there watching all jokes aside all right here's another guest race this is probably this is a good one Surprise, David Siegel, the resort CEO who is building the biggest private home in the country, really, really doesn't like President Obama. And while Siegel hasn't sent any money to the Republican presidential candidate Mitt Romney, he has gone a step further to support him. On Monday, he sent an email to all 7,000 employees of his privately held Westgate Resorts, many of them in the battleground state of Florida, warning that their jobs are at risk if the president is reelected. What? The economy doesn't currently pose a threat to your job. What does threaten your job, however, is another four years of the same presidential administration, he said in the email. What? First of all, what can I do about this? Nothing. Because even if all 7,000 of us go and vote and shit, that doesn't necessarily mean that Florida's going to fucking win. So now you're telling me if president gets elected, oh, I got to look for a new job, period. That might as well start looking now. Don't matter. He says, if any new taxes are levied on me or my company as our current president plans, I will have no choice but to reduce the size of this company. He said in this 1400 word email, rather than grow this company, I will be forced to cut back that. This means fewer jobs, less benefits, and certainly less opportunity for everyone. Siegel didn't mention Romney's name anywhere in the email. He writes, he certainly wouldn't interfere with your right to vote for whomever you choose. Right, but he just saying. Yeah, I'm just saying though. Chip, you know, vote on whoever you want to vote on, but y'all vote for that nigga over there. Right. As far as I'm concerned, y'all, some of y'all losing y'all jobs. He insisted Tuesday that he wasn't threatening to fire employees if Obama got reelected, but he proudly stands on his email. I wanted the employees to know what the situation is and not listen to the campaign commercials, but hear from the horse's mouth. I love how everybody thinks they know what's going to happen. Yes, and, and you know what? What people federalize? Taxes go up with Republicans. Taxes go up with Democrats. We pay taxes, Americans. Well, you know what's funny? Taxes have gone down under Obama. The first four years, they have actually decreased. Not, nobody has been taxed more yet. They're just complaining. Yeah, it's just like this. He black, he Democrat, yeah, can't trust him, so I'm up. You're going to pay taxes. You know, you can't get out of the tax loop. I'm sorry. Uh, he said Westgate has 1,200 employees and $1 billion in annual revenue four years ago when the financial meltdown caused credit markets to freeze up. We were fat, dumb, and happy, he said. Employment at the company dropped as low as 5000 and revenue fell by 50% at the worst point during the credit crunch. Jobs have bounced back by about 40% since then, but Siegel said he doesn't believe the company can continue to thrive if taxes are raised and Obamacare is put into place. Siegel based his email on an anti-Obama letter that was widely circulated before the 2008 election, but he said he made many changes, adding many of his own views and personal history. He is particularly angry by what he sees as unfair tax on the nation's wealthiest by the Obama administration, which is seeking to raise taxes on top earners. 
I love that his solution is like, look, I'm keeping my billion. Now, all y'all little plebeians that work for me, no health care. Nope. It's like the only way you can win is to vote against your own interest. <laughs> then I'll let you keep working here. Yep. You out here trying to get health care? Don't let me catch you trying to get health care. Don't get sick. You're going to be paying for that shit yourself. You give a bitch some money, she bound to lose her mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she go crazy. Um. So, yeah, man. Uh, it says, what people see is the nice house and lavish lifestyle. What, pe- what the press certainly does not want you to see is the true story of the hard work and sacrifices I've made. Now, the economy is falling apart. Yeah, What's more risky and more sacrificial than trying to, you know, than than being poor in America? What's more, you you know what? And like, what's more risky? What's more of a sacrifice than risking going bankrupt? Uh, since medical care is the number one cause of bankruptcy in America, and everybody ignore that and, bullshit when you start talking about the health debate. And, and as your employee, who you're telling me, uh, fuck this health care shit. Don't be worried about that. Uh, you know, and then like, you know, I was talking to my boys, uh, the white dudes and they started bringing up politics and it was like, well, if you already have company healthcare, it's not going to help you in any way. So why would you worry about it? And I was like, because people don't exist in the state of forever all the time. No, they don't. You're one bad break from not having a job and thus not having healthcare, uh, possibly. Um, you just saying you didn't, you would not, that's like saying, why do we have unemployment insurance? I got a job, like, but you one day you might not. It's just for the. It's a what if. It's to take care. It's it's to create a net for people to fall into mm-hmm. and jump back up. It's like a trampoline for society. Uh, some of these basic things. It's not like you're gonna get rich off this shit. They're not. You know, you're not getting uh healthcare and then all of a sudden, you know, getting a titty job. Like, come on, man. These these are like except that there are some risks to life and route to life and you don't control everything. Yeah, and that's just what and and you know what? And and directly and indirectly he was saying, I don't give a fuck about y'all. Yeah. Now the economy is falling apart and people like me who made all the right decisions and invested in themselves are being forced to bail out all the people who didn't. So Right. So apparently that's another thing I don't like about these the rich Republican like meme that's going around, which is I'm rich because I made the right decisions. All right. Well, why am I middle class? I fucked up. Like, what is what's the difference? Are you like it's the idea of he who has money is assumed to be better no matter how they got it or whatever. Yeah. No matter if it's inherited like any of that. And I'm not one of those people whose goal is to like, let's take all the money from the rich people. No, me either. It's just this idea of like, well, shit, you think you're better than everybody and you wonder why people turn around and shit on you? You know, like indirectly you're shitting on everybody. Like, I did the right shit. You guys all broke and stupid. Mm-hmm. I'm the one who's smart. I got the money. So, you know, he says we're being taxed to death. Come on. Y'all pay the right. You pay more taxes than your secretary. No, you don't. We're being taxed to death, and the government thinks we don't pay enough. He acknowledges 90,000 square foot home now under construction in the letter. The home is the subject of a critical documentary, The Queen of Versailles. Of course, it's, it's a critical documentary. I cannot wait to see this documentary. Ah, it's a public it's service. It's groundbreaking. It's a public service, if you ask me. Um, Siegel said he was forced to stop work on the home four years ago because he had to pour all his money back into the company during the lean years, but that he's ready to start working on the home again, assuming Obama is defeated. If the wrong people stay in power, I'll have to stop it again. He told CNN, I don't see a good future. Yeah. Okay. Um, guess the race of that guy. (laughs) 
Um, let's see. Mitt Romney says Leonard Brothers. <laughs> he probably donated money to George Zimmerman's site. That kind of white says Connect Duke. I like mayonnaise, not Miracle Whip. Cottage over American cheese. My doctor often asked me if Cialis is right for me. White. Um, try. Oh, I don't know who this awesome chick is. Anyway, masturbate to Velveeta cheese commercials. White. Uh, the color of privilege. <laughs> <laughs> the end of a Newport. One who looks like Aww. hot dog with hair. White. And the bane of Mel Gibson's existence. Oh, so he said Jewish, cheesehead horse lover and mayo lover. Correct answer is white. white. He was a white man. Uh, this is sore ratchetness. Woo-hoo! Apparently, Wichita police responded to a suicide attempt Sunday night. Wound up using tasers to disarm a woman with a sword. Wow. Shortly before 9.30 p.m., a woman called police to report that her daughter, 47, had attempted suicide by overdosing on pills in an apartment. When the mother opened the door for police, they found a daughter with a sword. The daughter told police she was going to make them shoot her to try suicide by cop. But apparently she forgot that cops got tasers. Yes, they do. Like They don't start with the gun unless you're black, so (laughs) you can't just have a sword. It's not enough to get you killed. Sorry. Uh, officers then fired their tasers, causing her to drop the sword. She was taken to the hospital, but she was treated for an overdose. Swords versus tasers. Did we, can we play against the race? No, you, no, no, no. There's okay. no picture for that one. There's no picture for that one, guys. Sorry. Um, yeah. A New Jersey woman pleaded not guilty Tuesday to causing a man's death with an injection of silicone he hoped would enlarge his penis. <laughs> a procedure that experts caution doesn't work no well who the the experts that got on this you know what men can say all they want to say about women and they breast and all that stuff but men go through a lot of shit to get their penis longer yeah your your daughter i mean your dick is not your friend no it is not that's all that is your dick will kill you if you let it cassia rivera 35 could face up to 10 years in prison if convicted of reckless manslaughter in the death of 22 year old justin street i'm sure you wanted people to know his name he's only 22 worried about getting the dick implant good grief man you know how much people are giving pussy away at the age of 22 Uh, yes come on man date a high school you ain't got the bag or pleading nothing go date a high school senior or something man that's all um street a father of two had gone to rivera on may 5th seeking a penile enlargement procedure which prosecutors say rivera advertised for in flyers posted at local businesses Rivera, who performed the procedures in her apartment. Doc. Oh, yeah, that's young and stupid. Who? And that's something he ain't tell nobody about because uh, where do you get a surgery like that yeah, in an I, apartment I like, complex? I'd like you to take my dick and put some silicone inside of it. Okay, just stop by my apartment tonight. Just lay on, yeah, my, we, yeah, lay on we, that couch. Lay on that We're not in the hospital. We're not in, you know, I don't know if the shit you're using is sterile. Right. Just uh, lay on that, lay on that, lay on that, uh, that, that, that dining room table and uh, we'll, we'll be right in. Um, so, yeah, um, the 22-year-old decided that that was smart. Street, a father of two. So he's already getting pussy care and he's got two oh. kids. So he really needed, you know. So, Damn it, that, that extra half an inch. Right. He got to give it to a right. 
a father of two had gone to rivera on may 5th seeking penile enlargement procedure uh prosecutors say rivera advertised for a flower flyers okay um <laughs> there was allegedly rivera had no medical license or training no, of course not they administered a shot silicone shot the street's penis according to prosecutors uh, street died the next day his death was ruled a homicide following an investigation and a medical examiner's determination that he died of silicone embolism rivera was indicted by a grand jury last month wow so yeah that that happened um and you know what uh i gotta say that that's about right like anytime that uh you know you go to someone's house for surgery invasive procedure in your body and something happens to you um yeah that's on you completely this ain't getting your hair did this is uh (laughs) your penis being cut open and something put inside hello Uh, investigators believe Rivera may have conducted similar unauthorized procedures out of her East Orange apartment, but prosecutors said in a search for the witness and a public plea for people to step forward, uh, oh, they are searching for witnesses and a public plea for people to step forward. It has not yielded any other clients to date. Cause wouldn't you be embarrassed? You're walking around with like a penis all torn to shreds and mm-hmm. half made of rubber. Of course you're sitting around like, I don't want to tell anybody this happened to me. Rivera, who remains free on bail, $75,000 bail, declined to comment after her court-appointed uh, attorney Tuesday, or through her court-appointed ter- uh, attorney Tuesday, both Rivera and Street were from East Orange, and the case is being heard in Superior Court in neighboring Newark. Mm. Dr. Daniel S. Elliott, an associated professor of urology at the Mayo Clinic in Rochester, Minnesota, said it was the first case he had heard involving a silicone injection to the penis. But he's dealt with similar cases where patients had attempted to enlarge their penis with injections of fat and or other service, sir, uh, substances. Uh, Stick some fat in my dick. Ugh. He wanted to spare his cock. First of all, it's you got to be feeling really insecure to feel like you need to put any substance inside your dick. Yes. like a needle and shit like i'm not sticking my dick with a fucking needle i'm good oh. i will deal with this i only have one and that sounds painful yeah he said uh, none of it works elliot emphasized adding that there is no medical justification for the procedure if there were a legitimate method of penile lengthening johnson and johnson of pfizer would have brought it up and made billions and billions of dollars worldwide the fact that they don't means it doesn't exist i know it's so wow man um, enhancement procedures performed by unlicensed practitioners on people with no medical training are more commonly seen among women. Yeah, we and there goes in to talk about some some of the ones we read about women getting like butt when injections print, and shit. Yeah. And so let's check the chat room. Guess the race of the person who performed the procedure. And I'm just fine. If you can't deal with my bumps and lumps and everything else, fuck it. Mrs. Cassia Rivera. Let's see. I pissed on my nuts. Wiggity, 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 white. Okay, so he's guessing the race of the dude that got the procedure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm saying guess the race of the person that performed the procedure. I don't know what streets race is. Um, one whose backs is consistently moisturized and enjoys selling bundles of fruit on the local freeways. <laughs> Taco eating came over the border. Latino knife loving <laughs> Spicoli. Uh, she related to Dr. Nick from the Simpsons. Oh, uh, uh, 
everybody um the correct answer is latino but oh if y'all could see what this person looks like i'm gonna put this in the chat like honestly if you see someone that has had this much surgery on them with those duck lips and shit like nigga this your fault yes it is like you can look at her face and go no you are not touching my penis Mm-mm. at all uh, apparently a north carolina girl has her heart on her sleeve and she's got her mother to thank mm-hmm. inked up mother odessa clay 30 was arrested in september for tattooing her 11 year old daughter last year uh what mm-hmm. you know kids will be kids care Mm-mm. she told police that her daughter had requested a heart above her right shoulder and that she didn't know it was illegal to grant her wish <laughs> she didn't know <laughs> what the f- what there's no quiz for having kids or something that's the best we can do america we just give him just go ahead and raise that kid I'm like what do i need to know any laws or instruction books now nah, i'm good you good you got it you'll figure it out it's funny if I shouldn't have kids. I don't care what they say. The mother, who has more than a few of her own tattoos, posed for her mugshot in a white sleeveless shirt, showing off her ink in both arms. She tattooed the girl sometime last year. Is she a t- is she an artist? Is she a tattoo artist? I don't know. You think Rachel get off my planet? You think she tattoos her kids up? Nah, she, is Rachel, this a Rachel, thing? you better not. Oh my God! I'm gonna ask her. I hope this ain't a thing. This setting tattoo people back. Yes, it is. Uh, she asked me to do it. Tattoo people are the new colored people, Karen. Literally. Uh, she asked, <laughs> yes. <laughs> except Kevin Garnett. Um, she asked me to do it. The mother of the year told the news station. Well, that's just snarky. Good grief article. Unapologetic. Clay said she used her own tools and numbed her daughter's arm before the permanent decoration. I didn't feel it in, she said, and described the small outline on her preteen's body. She said she thought tattoos like ear piercings were legal as long as the parent gave consent. The heavily tattooed mother said she believed her ex-in-law reported the tattoo to retaliate against her for filing a complaint against her daughter's paternal grandfather. No, She's doing you, court next week. You drew on the baby. So, guys, guess the race of, uh, what's her name again? Odessa Clay, tattoo enthusiast. Let's see. Cheddar eater eating married to her uncle on her mama's side. Daughter's dad is also her uncle white. Honey boo, uh-huh. honey boo boo's inbred older sister auntie white. Honey boo boo and them cousin. Uh, L.A. Ink watcher. <laughs> One with flamingos and a bathtub in their front lawn. <laughs> Mormon idiot. I don't think Mormons can have tattoos. Ink <laughs> ink show up too well. Blank paper. <laughs> Ain't show up too well. Can't believe nobody guessed uh, black. Well, her name is Odessa. Uh, <laughs> purchaser of lawn gnomes and kid rock CDs in the same transaction. Correct answer was white. Mm-hmm. It was a white woman. Y'all got it right. I was just surprised y'all didn't guess the other way. Here's another Darwin Award winner. St. Petersburg, Florida. Oh, Florida. Oh, a man... Florida who allegedly shot himself during a game of Russian roulette is fighting for his life at Tampa General Hospital Monday. Oh. What kind of game is that? Like, I've never played a that dumb game. game. Like, what do you win from this? Like, You win death. You win. It's like, hey, I won. 
bam yeah you went that's that's the that's that's or, what you went down. or maybe the winner is you don't die it's like oh, oh i won nigga you lost i told you not to pull that trigger that six time it's a six shooter dummy st petersburg police say uh you think he was playing this with an automatic <laughs> <laughs> it's like you go first you lost nigga st pete police say officers arrived at a home to find out a trail of blood leading from the inside of the home outside. Moments after they arrived, they found out the man, later identified as 26-year-old Donnie McClendon, had been taken to the hospital with a gunshot wound to the head. Witnesses Daniel McKee and Thomas Rady, who spoke with police at the hospital, originally claimed that they were victims of a home invasion while they were hanging out drinking and smoking weed. They told police the home invader shot McClendon in the head and then fled when Raddy bumped the suspect and he dropped his gun. Okay. Word. <laughs> they made up this story. got a clumsy-ass criminal is this. This is how dumb Russian roulette is. They made up a story. <laughs> Instead of telling the truth, they made up a story that made them look like suspects. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It's like, this shit's so dumb, we can't tell the truth. <laughs> You've been better telling the truth because now they're going to investigate. You think you done shot the boy. Like the cop just showed, what happened? Man, we stupid. (laughs) (laughs) We we dumb as hell, officer. We just playing Russian roulette and he lost. When detectives interviewed the men a second time, they told them they made up the story and they had been playing a game of Russian roulette with a forty-four caliber handgun loaded with one bullet. They say McClendon was the third one to take his turn shooting himself in the head. After he was, so the other two went. God damn. The only way this story is cool is if you say he went first and died and we realize how fucking stupid nah, he was. Nah, he was the third one to go. Good grief, these idiots. After he was shot, McKee and Rady, along with McKee's girlfriend, who was sleeping in another room, put McClendon in the car and the men drove him to the hospital. McClendon remains in critical condition. Detectives recovered the firearm along with a single casing from under the seat of McKee's car at the hospital. No charges have been filed yet and the detectives continue to investigate so yeah we covered this a couple of months ago that wow. somebody did this dumb shit guess the race everybody of uh, mr mckee the or uh, was it mckee uh what was the name of the guy who died mcclendon donnie mcclendon a word that begins with h and rhymes with donkey <laughs> uh-huh. trailer park meth making romney voting stocked up on guns when obama becomes president white I will break you, Ivan Drago White, is I must break you. That's a tank. Dear Gunner fans, White, cracker who didn't pay attention in stats class, probability kills, Connect Duke. <laughs> One who plays Russian roulette, Wizard. Ha! <laughs> That's good. <laughs> One who plays Russian roulette, obviously. Uh, he played and he won. Give him his prize. Swiss with extra holes. Oh. And cheese whiz from Pop Sun, correct? As it was white. Yes. Man, y'all guys get a bead on a race and gang up, man. You, you guys just go all the way in. <laughs> it's all or nothing. Yeah. All right. Here's the last story uh, for this week. A 13-year-old Pennsylvania boy charged with fatal- fatally su- shooting his grandparents in their home was upset because they called his mother a whore. And we're speaking poorly about her, according to a state police port report and court documents. Zachary James Proper, he was proper, all right, with them guns. He done, he be popping and pulling that trigger. Of Oil City, Oil City, bitch, this is Oil City, bitch. 
I you feel know like how we do we represent up in here. I feel like that, that's, that, that could have been the name of like a Caesar's entertainment porn at some point. <laughs> yes. Oil City. Um, it was a rain Tuesday morning as an adult, as an adult. He was a rain Tuesday morning as an adult before District Judge Michael Snyder in Franklin, Pennsylvania on two counts of criminal homicide. Troopers found the bodies of Dorothy Frost, 67, and George Frost, 69, on Monday night in their home in Sandy Creek. Uh, they went there after the Frost's son, the boy's father, called police to ask them to check the couple's welfare, or to check on their welfare. Proper's parents were concerned that their son had gotten drunk and high on Sunday night and had stolen a car belonging to his, his grandparents. Police said in a criminal complaint, Proper lived about 10 miles away in Oil City when his parents, with his parents, but often spent time with his grandparents. Okay, sounds like a good kid. Uh, they believe the Frost was shot in the home. According to the police affidavit, the boy admitted to the killings. Damn. Uh, Proper used bolt cutters to break into a gun safe at his parents' home. And oh. took he took a handgun. He took a handgun. He put on headphones, snuck up, sneaked up on his grandmother, and fatally shot her. He then called his grandfather and told him that he would meet him at the front door to help him carry in the groceries. When the grandfather came home, Zachary took a pizza from his hands and then shot him repeatedly into the gun jam. Well, you definitely want to get the pizza. According to uh, when he was asked to explain the shootings, the boy told police. That he was mad at his grandparents because they called his mother a whore and was speaking poorly about her. The boy told police he then drove his grandparents' car to Oil City, dumped the gun in the storm drain, and spent the night partying at a cousin's house. What a psycho. How old was this child? Um, I, Let me go back up. But, uh, good grief. You gotta be a psych. 13. You gotta be 13 a 13 and he drove away and partied. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, guess the race chat room. Hmm. Hmm. Called his mother a whore and has three names. That nigga is white. Hey, what you say about my mama? Nigger that will attack you over your mama jokes. Ralphie from the Christmas story with a real gun white. I hate my parents white. <laughs> white people do be hating their parents. That shit a luxury. Uh, Nuge's nephew who says Obama gonna take our guns. I love red Kool-Aid on my pickles and I don't know who my daddy is, black. The color of y'all wall rod and Karen. <laughs> he got white boy wasted. <laughs> Probably has, well, actually the dude before him in the Russian roulette story got white boy wasted. Yes. Uh, probably has Marilyn Man- Manson, Eminem posters in his room. It was a cheese pizza, white. And the correct answer is white. Mm-hmm. He was a white man. That did that. Man, y'all guys have been so good today. That was on it, wasn't it? Yeah. Last story. All right. Man cuts Chicago Bears fan throat in Florida. Oh, chill. Oh. And then calmly walked away. That's some cold well, shit. Well, damn. Authorities say a Chicago Bears fan who came to Jacksonville for the Bears-Jaguars football game had his throat slashed inside a bar. He must have been talking some shit. What kind of shit was he talking Man, you know how niggas get about these these teams and shit. You start, like, you've been in a bar when someone gets drunk and start going to fuck off. Yeah, yeah, it's annoying. It's like, especially when it's like, you know, dude, you are away from, a long way away from home. Calm down. You know? Yeah, you're not familiar with this. Shit, I, I live here, and it's been some places, especially, and this is just my personal experience, and I know they all are not like this, but when we used to go to Bailey's, 
when the Steelers will play, I'll be like, right. you know what? It's time to fucking go. And I mean, it's sad too, you know, that somebody died over this shit, man. But it's, I mean, people take sports that seriously. seriously. It's not even far fetched to believe this happened. I automatically read it and was like, yeah, that, that, that definitely happened. It sounds right. Jacksonville Sheriff's Office say 42-year-old William Petrie died early Sunday inside Fionn McCool's, an Irish-themed restaurant at the Jacksonville Landing. 27-year-old Matthew Henson is now being held without bond on a murder murder charge. 27. Wow. Ended, mm. fucked up his whole life over a fucking football game that nobody on either team, any owner in that stadium gives a fuck about this dude. Nope. You dying over somebody else's color. It's worse than dying over gang shit. I know it's so. Dying over so, for somebody else's money? Nigga, you stupid. Ain't that the truth? <laughs> a new release issued by the sheriff's office on Monday says witnesses told detectives that Henson cut Perry's throat, put the bloody knife in his pocket, and calmly walked out of the restaurant. <sighs> yep. According That's to cold blooded man. According to CBS uh, Chicago, Petrie's cousin Quincy Asbury Jr. said. Petrie flew to Florida on Friday to go to the Bears-Jaguar game. Relatives say Petrie was a contractor and the married father of three children who range in the ages of 5 to 15. They ain't got a daddy no more. No, they don't. And was a huge Bears fan. His aunt, Lily Asbury, said he rarely took vacations. He was so happy he posted on Facebook, I'm off to see the Bears play. Wow. I guess that was his last update. Uh, You bet you it was. All right, man. So, guess the race of... The dude that got killed, man, the Bears fan. Little brother says blacks on blacks on blacks. Uh, Apostle says a white sports fanatic who hates any nigger that isn't an athlete. Chris, Christopher Smith says Muppet puppeteer Henson descended Gorgonzola White. Dexter said, uh, let's see, Dexter, because what the Bears did to the Jaguars was a crime, white. <laughs> black says Gregor World Peace and Nikki Nick says Billy D Williams coat 45 drinking with Newport hanging off his lip put them paws on you black <laughs> Blaine Gavers biggest fan white says connect dude color of y'all headphones that's black yes that is black correct answer is white it was a white man wow got killed over some bullshit alright let's see last story alright this is the last one a police officer on Saturday fatally shot a University of South Alabama freshman Gil Collar, who authorities say was naked and had been banging on a window at police headquarters. A university spokesman said the 18-year-old was fatally wounded about 1.30 a.m. after an officer heard a bang on the window and went outside to investigate. A statement issued by university spokesperson uh, Keith Ayers said Collar assumed a fighting stance and chased an officer before being shot. The officer tried to retreat numerous times to defuse the situation before opening fire. Campus officials didn't give any indication that Collar had a weapon and that he was shot and his mother says he's she's been told that he never touched the officer who shot him. I have been told by someone involved in an investigation that the videotape shows my son never touched a police officer. Uh, Bonnie Smith Collar told Associated Press Monday she did not elaborate on how the person was involved in the investigation. The officer was placed on paid leave and an autopsy will determine if drugs or alcohol were involved. Campus officials said the video of the confrontation recorded by security cameras and other information has been turned over to the district attorney and Mobile County Sheriff's Office, which will review the shooting. College friends and officials at Wetump 
Kafka High School have described him as a popular student who excelled in sports but had a humble personality. I ask that everyone withhold their judgment about what did or did not happen until the evidence comes out, his mother said. A candlelight vigil is scheduled for 6 p.m. Good grief, Tuesday. So, guess the race of the man who got shot by the police in the darkness. Let's see. Go naked for no reason because I'm white. Less mouths looking like in Crimson Tide Country White. I'm not scared of the police. I yell at the cops because I have white privilege and I own this land because I am Christopher Columbus White. Meth, enth- ah! meth enthusiasts you can see at night. All right, man. Uh, let's see. One, only white folk had a balls to approach cops naked. Heisenberg White. Blacker than the darkness under Rick Ross's titties. Says Popson. Ah! They came at him, bro. White, says Gregor World Peace. The correct answer is white and i'm surprised so many people got that one because as soon as i saw a headline about uh someone getting shot by the cops and they ain't lay a finger on nobody i was like oh man that's a nigga and i read the story i was like oh that was a white man hmm. <laughs> shooting white boys now in alabama i told that dude somebody alabama told different now yeah i told somebody last week and they tried to hit me on twitter talking about the word cracker still means white in alabama and i told you nope i think it still it means black down there and what happened a white dude gets shot by the cops and Alabama, you can't. Nope, nobody's safe in Alabama. You can't make this up, folks. No, you can't. All right, well, this has been the Blackout Tips. I guess it's Angry Black Lady. Uh, you can follow her on Twitter. It's Amani Gandhi. Um, and you can also find her on angryblackladychronicles.com. Um, don't forget, also, follow us on Twitter. I'm Rodimus Prime. Um, say that again. That is in DAT. The official weapon of the show is... Oh, we oh the taser and the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme. Sorry, you kind of threw me off with that one. That's I'm right. sorry. And uh, don't forget blackoutis.com for all the contact information. Leave us a five star review on iTunes. Uh, like us on Facebook. You know, donate to the show at theblackouttips.com. Subscribe. Go to the store. Check out our Tumblr. The phone number seven zero four five five seven zero one eight six. The email is theblackouttips at gmail dot com. Do these things. It helps the show. Support our sponsors. That helps the show. Shadowdollproductions.com. They're giving you 20% off on all orders, $10 or more through the month of October. Take advantage of that, guys. Really uh, treat yourself. Yes. They have high-quality products. If they nothing do. Else, if nothing else, go buy all our audio plays. Yeah, we know? got our own page. Um, and you can also support Adam and Eve. AdamandEve.com. Put in the code TBGWT. 50% off of one item. Three free DVDs, a free gift that's so sensual I can't tell you what it is, and free shipping. The best kind of shipping. Yes. All right, man. Well, until next time, I'll see you on Saturday morning when we do our feedback show. I love you. You too, baby. Mwah. Look at the sound of surprise, you niggas know me. Wish I could see other Selassie. Maybe my sovereignty will still be mine. If all the gangs in the world unify, we stand a chance against the military tonight.
I said we stand a chance against the military tonight. I said we stand a chance against the military tonight. Babylon, Babylon. At my window, all I see is Babylon. On the news, all I see is Babylon. And all niggas do is just Babylon. Money and hoes, more money and hoes. If I sold dope, I'd have plenty of flows. I spend the projects like J Rock. I would've more than likely slang rock. All my life, I done been around Crips and Bloods, Pimps and Thugs. Mama say it's in my blood, but she don't know what the fuck I've been through To creep through the back door, the typical black boy in the good old USA Before I push rhymes like Wayne, I used to want to play for the NBA Fuck I'm doing talking about Tiny Glenn Ancient ways Sumerian Ain't nothing wrong with a righteous man That's why I had to write this man For my niggas on the corner selling water There's somebody daughter fluctuating prices, man I ain't got no gavel, I ain't tryna fight nobody battle. I, I just wanna be free. I ain't tryna be nobody shadow, body shadow, body shadow, body shadow. Wish I could see all the Selassie. Maybe my sovereignty will still be mine. If all the gangs in the world unify, we stand a chance against the military tonight. I said we stand a chance against the military tonight. I said we stand a chance against the military tonight. Smoking on some of that extra kill Purple Urkel, that Jaleel I put that on everything If we could link up every gang And niggas is willing to bear the pain We put the White House lights out today Okay, KK We know like we the black KKK Don't forget my AKA, Mayday P on your PhD or your AA Hey, 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 dear Barack I know you're just a puppet, but I'm giving you props You're lying to the public like it ain't nothing And I just love it, I hope it don't stop I don't give a damn, nigga, bang that block I don't give a fuck, nigga, bang that Glock I seen an image of Hitler in the picture when the Twin Towers dropped People, the concept, you got progress, you got Congress We protesting, hope they confess Just proceed on your conquest I ain't got no gavel, I ain't finna fight nobody battle I just wanna be free I ain't finna be nobody chattel, nobody chattel, nobody chattel, nobody chattel. Wish I could see all the Selassie. Maybe my sovereignty will still be mine. If all the gangs in the world unify, we stand a chance against the military tonight. I said we stand a chance against the military tonight. I said we stand a chance against the military tonight. Okay, feel my pain, going insane, I'm insane, cause I ain't got shit but a